Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Hello and welcome to the Bad Movie Cult podcast, where each week we take you through a film step by step, minute by minute, and at the end of it we decide if it's bad enough to be inducted into the Bad Movie Cult or if it lives to fight another day. And with me, my co-host, is Mr. Kenby Wild. Ho, 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 ho. Yes, it's me. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I was being Christmassy and then I thought you hadn't mentioned Christmas, so, you know, just confusing everybody, wasn't I? Yes, we are covering another Christmas episode for you after Santa Claus Conquers the Martians last week. Uh, it's it's This is Ken's pick. It is, yes. You're very welcome, everyone. Or apologies, everyone. It is the 1996 Joseph Merry film, Riot. Shots rang out. When the smoke cleared, three teenagers were lying dead on the ground. His plan is working. This is the result. He will not stop. Get the money on the girl. Annalisa Gray, daughter of British ambassador Alexander Gray, has been kidnapped at gunpoint. After one man bring two million dollars to the church on 8th and Central. Now the reward for his invention is on its way. Riot. Still time to send in a team. No, I can't risk her life. They asked for one man, they'll get one man. He volunteered for honor. To fight for love lost. Against an enemy he's always known. You murdered my brother. You will die. We've got work to do. Work that was not in the plan. Asks no questions. He makes no mistakes. He takes no prisoners. And he's got what he came for. Gary Daniels. Sugar Ray Leonard. got a plot for you ken yes hit me with it man an heiress is kidnapped during the chaos of a riot go on that's it (laughs) i thought it would be yeah they don't fuck around these guys (laughs) no it's It's very uh, self-explanatory is this is this our first p&m entertainments i believe so yeah i think it is isn't it the first one we've done an episode on yeah. I did. Uh, I've, I've done a couple of write-ups of these. Um, I think I've done. I think Hologram Man is one of them. Um, and if it's not one of theirs, that it bloody should be. And uh, the Sweeper. Yeah. The Sweeper, which was absolute joyous thing, and I believe they're actually looking at getting all the PM Entertainment um, back catalog stuff upgraded on Blu-rays for everyone. Oh, superb! 
I know. You have a look at what they've put out there, and uh, it's an absolute dream collection. It really is. Yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> we need to do more of these, to be honest. We haven't. <laughs> we do, yeah, we, we do, because I watch the fuck out of these. <laughs> I don't know why we're not covering them all. Yeah. Another first, of course. Go is, on, yes. This is. is a first for Gary Daniels, our mate yes. Gary. Oh, bloody Gaza. You may know him from such films as Ring of Fire with Don the Dragon Wilson. He was in Deadly Bet with Big Jeff Wincott, friend of the podcast. Yeah, as always. He was in American Street Fighter with Okamura from Samurai Cop. He was in Firepower Ken with Chad McQueen and The Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> he was, yeah. <laughs> I've written uh, I've written notes on that one, actually. I'm waiting to get that covered. Fist of the North Star, Malcolm McDowell, Costas Mandalore, oh, and Downtown what? Julie Brown. What a film that is. And, of course, The Expendables. Yes, yes, indeed. He's I love a, some Gary Daniels. He's, he's a, a British chap, isn't he? Fucking hell. Yeah, he's got some special kicks going on, what hasn't he? fucking Liberty. Yeah, not off. He plays Major Shane Alcott. He does, yeah. Not overly uh, British sounding with a name no, like not Shane. Really. I think it was for the uh, the US audiences who wouldn't have understood um, Herbert or something like that, or something like that that we're all called over here. Herbert Nincompoop. <laughs> yes, he's a straight out rotter. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bad egg. He'd be uh, he'd be the rich um, the rich spoiled kid, wouldn't he? He would, yeah. Yeah, not played by Gary Daniels, obviously. Gary Daniels ain't playing Herbert Nincompoop. No. <laughs> Not a chance of it. He's playing Shane Alcott, exactly that sort of name. That's what name he deserves. This also stars Sugar Ray Leonard as Major Williams. Yeah, of course, uh, first time he's joined us as well. <laughs> Perhaps less surprising uh, <laughs> that he's getting his debut. But uh, yeah, it's, it's very unusual to have him in, in a film at all. I don't know if he did many others. I don't know. He's pretty good in this, though, to be fair. He's not that bad, is he? Yeah. No. You've got Charles Napier. Yes. He's in Rambo, uh, First Blood Part 2. You can all boo, obviously. You boo as soon as you see his name appear. He gets the with um, credit as well, as as is customary. With Charles Napier as Devaney. Yeah. You also might remember him getting beaten to death by Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I didn't remember him, actually, getting uh, beaten to death like that. No. Oh, I did. But, Don't uh, yeah. worry about that. Yeah, well, now you mention it. Yeah, of course. But it's not It's not how I first assume his uh, name credit, which would, of course, be Rambo 2. He's good in that as well, isn't he, Rambo 2? To be honest, he's um, he's, a, he's a villain, isn't he? He's got a villain's face. He's got a d- dirty double-crossing face. Maybe. Well, I mean, I assumed he would be a villain in this when he first turned Well, to... Well, 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 we'll get to it. We'll get to it. You know, two other films that Charles Napier's in. Go on. Armstrong... Yes. And One Man Force. Oh, <laughs> absolute beauties both. Yep. Oh, wow. And yet, it's this is only his second uh, trip into the uh, the cult. Yeah. Welcome Isn't back, it? Charles. Yeah, always good to have him. Paige Roland as Annalisa Gray. And of course, the main man, Patrick Kilpatrick. Yes. You may know him from Eraser, Death Warrant. Minority Report and The Toxic Avenger, amongst many others. Ken's probably um, got them all tattooed on his back. Scanner Cop 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scanner Cop 2, uh, Voltex Revenge, I think, is something like that. 
Voltex it's revenge. It's, it's weird because uh, he's not even in the first one. <laughs> Voltex. It's a, it's a, no, he's not. No, it's a self um, self wrapped subtitle. He gets revenge for something that happens in part two. Ah, so at the beginning, there's no revenge involved at all. It's it just generates as the plot goes on. Yeah, I've always I always liked that. I just thought, what? What? <laughs> it's not even in it. <laughs> like the Wrath of Khan, who was featured in the previous one. Nothing like that. So my only thing with this film as well is I don't think there's enough Patrick Kilpatrick in this. But It is very odd. I've actually noted the minute he arrives, and uh, it's mm. way later than you assume. I forgot he was even due to be in it, to be honest. After, yep, uh, me too. By the time he turned up, I forgot he was he was in the film. Very yeah. unusual use of, uh, of the big Patrick. I've got a tagline for you, just a one. Yeah, I told you, they don't mess about. Every man for himself. There you go. <laughs> Doesn't really mean anything, does it? That that's not in the it's film. It's got no, role, no really. relevance, no relevance to the film again. No. So shall we crack into it, Ken? You ready? Let's let's do it. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, it is it's set at Christmas, everybody. Okay, if you're wondering where the Christmas connection is, they mention Christmas a lot. So they do, you know, to be fair. So, so there you go. I did make a note that this has got way more mention of Christmas than the last one that you picked. Uh, what Invasion USA? Yeah, he's got a fucking mole. Got a mole. People are doing Christmas shopping. What more do you want? Your Christmas trees. You know, there's Christmas all over the shop in that. And Chuck Norris with a beautiful mullet. It's a well, festive true. mullet. Was it a, a beer bottle opener on his or something? Puts his dick through. He had one. Of yeah, those he's, he's, uh, he pokes his little willy through his belt buckle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was it. See, that's Christmas. Beautiful. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Well, this film, it starts as it means to go on with an actual riot. Yeah, <laughs> it does, yeah. Straight out riot action. Yeah, we get like spliced footage of actual riots mixed in with pretty poor looking actors doing their best at rioting. A lot of them have smiling faces, they're having a great time. Yeah, well, that's why they do it. Cut to some slow jazz that turns into Come All Ye Faithful. As we yeah, have some the opening like credits. Yeah, some smooth saxophone. Police cars getting trashed in the riot. We see fire engines, buildings <laughs> yeah. on fire, the armies uh, I like, mobilizing. I like that bit. I like the cop car because uh, it just like pulls into this massive riot, runs some guy over immediately, and uh, then gets smashed up by everybody else. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like the rest of the rest of the cops didn't tell this car. Didn't say I wouldn't go in there if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought this will be funny. Watch this. Did we ever find yeah. out what caused riot? Uh, yes, it's uh, the news report. News report, which is Action Nine News Report, tells us it was Harry um, Johansson. Yeah, <laughs> that's him live on the scene. <laughs> um, it was uh, three dead teenagers shot by police after being mistaken for gang members. How's that? Is, is that ring? Any truer than right these days, eh? Hey, America? Right these days, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I'm, I'm emotional about the whole thing. I had to pause <laughs> it and, and come back to it later. Yeah. Took me three weeks to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I remember. You didn't even know what it was about. How would you pause it? Especially Harry Johansson looking into my soul, telling me what I need to know. Oh, oh later, later on. He, uh, oh, I've got it all written down. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, this is the best fucking <laughs> report since Bill Murray in fucking <laughs> the ground up day. day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's an emotional. Honestly, it was gut wrenching. This film at times. 
just brings out the true spirit of Christmas. I thought it would have been good if, because we frequently cut to Harry Johansson on the scene. I thought it'd be good if we like right in the middle of one of the action set pieces, we cut to him doing the news report and we see that fight scene just in the background and he's just reporting. <laughs> he's just set a desk up out the back. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Harry. Uh, anyway, they got two women watching in a car saying how scared they are about the riots. Ask their driver to find a quicker way home. Why are they driving through this fucking war zone? Why is their limo driver <laughs> driven them through this? I don't know. I mean, the police, I'm assuming they're paid to handle this. But that limo, what a fuck? He must have took his eye off the ball at some stage. Really mm. looking at his rear view, isn't he? Having a quick check out of his passengers. I think so, yeah. Like uh, like the one in Hot Shots. That's exactly and Charlie what Sheen's doing. having sex yeah. in the back. That's exactly what he's doing. He's got the popcorn and the 3D glasses. <laughs> well, I would if these two were at it, as it were. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Two two hot blondes in a limo. It is reasonable fear, after all. You know, I mean, they're not they're not just, oh, we're scared uh, for nothing. They are scared for a reason. They're in a riot and they're immediately carjacked. Uh, driver gets killed. <laughs> and, yep. um, Shot in the fucking head. Yeah, and they're kidnapped. So, you know, fair dues. Calls them bitches. Oh, yes. Yes, there's a lot of bad language in this, isn't there? It's too much. Again, I had to pause it and <laughs> come back to shaking it in a, a week later. Were you shaking yeah. your head, were you? Yeah. yeah, I thought so. I was watching it at work with the speakers out, you know, just everyone's listening to it. <laughs> yeah, on the surround sound, the whole office yeah. could hear it. Yeah, yeah. They, couldn't watch, they weren't watching it with me, but they could hear it. <laughs> Wholesome family fun. Meanwhile, across town... Kyle Reese from Terminator is getting his mail. <laughs> Looks like him, doesn't he? He's got the jacket it and does, everything. It does look a bit like him, yeah. It's Gary Daniels. Yeah. It's wholesome Gary Daniels. Heads home to his flat. We've got two kids and his neighbours, I think, they're arguing. I'm glad they're not in the film much. He has a quick listen at the door, doesn't he? Hears them arguing, uh, gives himself a little smile, as if he's like, no, oh, that's nice, they're arguing. Yeah. And, uh, they, they can hear heavy breathing on the other side. <laughs> yeah, it's a glass door. They can see him. It's like, what the fuck's Gary Daniels doing here? Uh, he laughs to himself and then just fucks off. Uh, as soon as he gets inside his own apartment, uh, he removes his shirt instantly. In the background of the kid's flat, there's a shot of a hamburger framed on the wall. <laughs> what the fuck's all that about? America, isn't it? Oh, of course, of course. It's either Ronald Reagan or a fucking hamburger, isn't it? Yeah, and Ronald walls. Reagan was in the the other room. <laughs> yeah, he's in the toilet looking at him in the john. So the boy he wants pizza, but the girl she wants a ham sandwich. Yeah, do you have that for your for your dinner when you get home from school or whatever? What do you have, pizza or ham sandwich? Uh, I have both. Yeah, I'm a ham sandwich pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's one of your toppings, is it? Ham yeah, sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a pizza with it with my toppings: bread, butter, and ham. <laughs> it's nice. That sounds all right. <laughs> ham sandwich pizza, beautiful. Yeah. I tell you what, you, I bet you've got a few people writing that down. Try that over Christmas, a little treat. It's like uh, Jeffsy with his bread sandwich. His bread sandwich, yeah. Nice slice of bread between two slices of bread. Oh, yummy. Oh, delicious. <laughs> um, the girl says that mom doesn't want them to cook when she's not there. And there's, the lad's like, I'm, I've am i watched mom cook fucking loads of times. Yeah. I'll be all right. Yeah. So fuck you. Telling me what to do, bitch. So she goes off to her room because she's not happy. And the lad puts the pizza in the oven, 
but doesn't take it out of the box, puts the box in as well. He's a fucking idiot, isn't he, that kid? I think if you've never cooked anything before in your life, you'd know not to put the fucking box in. I'm assuming he can also read, because I'm pretty sure it'd tell you on the fucking box not to do that. But, you know, whatever. And if that's how his mum cooks pizza, what the fuck is she doing? You have a new kitchen every bloody week. Back with Gary Daniels, we see all of his martial arts tournament trophies. He's he's still without shirt, obviously. And he's doing yeah. a workout, isn't he? He's working out to <laughs> the, possibly the worst music montage choice ever. To Tis the Season to be Jolly. Yes. Play in. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking festive, isn't it, this film? It's, it's it's no bloody snap, is it? I've got the power to work Absolutely. out. To. I, don't know, I don't know where he's getting his uh, aggression and energy from. You know the Christmas film Gary Daniels is in? Go on. It's one that we keep. I keep meaning to get us to cover, and I keep forgetting about it, so it's going to have to be next year, but it's Santa's Summer House. The fuck? Gary Daniels and Cynthia Rothrock. What? Yeah, we're okay, gonna have to cover it, it. It doesn't sound overly martial arty. It's not Santa's summer house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I've um, you know misunderstood. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to cover it. I can't wait for you to watch it. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! I tell you what, he's got a fucking big apartment, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's a massive apartment. Well, he's he's training every single American soldier. That's his job. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he tells us that, doesn't he? He tells the kids in a minute. Because they're just like, what the fuck are you even doing here? You're not bloody... I can tell you English. What are you doing over here, you fucking lunatic? Yeah, because we interrupt his workout because the smoke alarm's going off. He heads over to his neighbours, the two kids. He says... They're dead. Yeah, smoke inhalation. They're burned. They're they're burned dead. They're like um, Uncle Ben and Aunt Baru. (laughs) He says... Johnny, Sue, you in there? In his fucking Cockney accent. <laughs> oh, no, Johnny. Oi, Sue, you in there or what? Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, kiddies. <laughs> so he doesn't shout. <laughs> they ask uh, Shane for help. They also decide not to open the door and instead just bang on it from their side. <laughs> well, there's a fire, isn't there? You see, they're confused. Mm. They're confused on how to open a door and leave. Shane immediately decides to break the door down and he fucking does as well. Yeah, he tells them though, doesn't he? He gives it, he gives it a little special kick and uh, smashes their door in. Yeah, I mean, he only says it as he's kicking, so he fucking flattens them behind the door. <laughs> Does that on purpose? Like, yeah. uh, it's like little shop horrors, like Steve Martin <laughs> waiting yeah. for the nurse. Yeah, he, say, he says, kids, kids, put your head against the door and then kicks it down. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs. Of course not, he rescues him. Takes them back to his apartment, cooks them a lovely Chinese. I got a note that says tiny fire extinguisher. Well, yes. I mean, that wouldn't even cover half of his bloody weights room, would it? That Or his trophies. No, <laughs> his trophies start melting, like Terminator 2. <laughs> he takes them back to his place, orders some Chinese food. The system immediately blames it. The... I thought he cooked that. Oh, did he? I think he cooked it, yeah. He's what serving he it. He's a fucking, he's a geezer, isn't he? He's a man of mystery. The sister immediately blames the brother for the fire. You know you're supposed to take the pizza out the box before you put it in the oven, says Shane. And everybody laughs. Yeah, the kids don't give a fuck, do they? They just nearly died, burnt their fucking apartment down, and they're having a right old laugh next door. With a cockney geezer. You know, it's uh, can be wild famously, uh, never had a curry. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you a man who's tried Chinese food, or is that... A- also something uh, you've not tried. Uh, no, of course I have. Chicken, chips and peas. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, 
That's on the menu, isn't it? That's what I like to have. Oh, the classic Chinese dish. (laughs) Yep, it's on the menu and I'm having it. Yum, yum, love Chinese. He teaches them how to use chopsticks because they don't know what the fuck's going on. They haven't got a clue, have they? The kids tell Shane that their mum's two hours late. He says, so fucking what? My mum's dead, but at least I know how to cook a pizza. (laughs) Don't even be banging on about it. You know what? I thought the mum might have been the other girl in the car when I saw this. It'd be ridiculous. She has never had kids looking like that. (laughs) Right, mums? Johnny has a a look at Shane's trophies, and I put swimming certificates, but I don't think they are. Uh, No, they're in the drawer. They're in, uh, on his uh, on his fridge and that. I had to pick a fucking brick up, didn't I? In me fucking PJs. <laughs> I had to swim a whip for me PJs, Johnny. Johnny asks him about being in the army. He says, yeah, but not in this country. And Johnny says, cool, did you kill people? And we find out the reason Shane's here is he's training the American soldiers so they can protect their families. Do you know how many lives Gary Daniels has saved teaching Americans to take the pizza out of the box first before putting it in the oven again? <laughs> well, two. So far in this, film. I think it, I think it is just two at the minute. Yeah, yeah. although anyone any watching would probably have made a note, wouldn't they? I did. Yeah, I did. I had pizza last night, which I remembered how to do it because I'd watched this film. Nice. Yeah, a nice ham sandwich on top. Lovely. <laughs> did you not go double ham sandwich, or is, is that too oh, much? Fuck that, mate. I, it's just too much, isn't it? That <laughs> I wait that until we actually get to Christmas. That's, that's luxury. <laughs> that. Yeah. That's luxury out if the family's around. Anyway, Shane, he gets a phone call from legendary boxer Sugar Ray Leonard. <laughs> it's just when you least expect it, that's when it happens, isn't it? Wants him to go uh, have a few brewskis, shoot some pool. And he says, yeah, go on then. Just got to get rid of these kids. And we cut to Williams. He's in the bar. He's watching a news report on the Christmas riots. Shane's there as well. So we, do, we don't actually know, though, whether he's there, the kid's mom ever got home, do we? I mean, we no, we don't. So. We assume no. so, but we never meet her. No. But with him saying, you know, two two hours late, he thought maybe she's dead in the riots or something. And uh, then obviously we thought, <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Onto the bar. Yeah, a couple of shitly poured beers they've got themselves there, innit? Yeah, there's riots on, aren't they? That's true. Got to be pouring well, can you, when there's a riot? I, lo- I like the fact that they're watching the news. Well, Gary Daniels, he's watching the news. Sugar Ray Leonard couldn't give a fuck. He's seen the news before. You don't have to watch it all the time. I said, Gary Daniels is watching the riots on the TV. <laughs> Obviously not the film. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird if he was watching the opening scenes of the film on TV? Yeah, it just shows him in the bar watching him watch himself. <laughs> oh, that's like spaceballs. Yeah, it's gonna fast forward. Just, that would be weird. Yeah, just turns around, looks at the camera, and then looks back. <laughs> uh, Williams tells him it says shot, but Shane asks him to take it for him as he wants to watch the report. <laughs> <laughs> so only two of them playing. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> you ever played pool on your own? Boring. The man on the news tells us the places he goes shopping and if they're on fire or not. Yeah, it's very detailed, isn't he? He's got a great line here, old Johansson. He says, this is madness, folks, festering in the hearts of humanity. <laughs> Fucking poetic, isn't he, this guy? He is, yeah. He's great, isn't he? Senior bloody reporter. I don't know why they've sent him out onto the streets of a black community rioting. <laughs> 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 Obviously, hopefully he's dying soon. Uh, Shane calls it disgusting and asks Williams what people think they will resolve acting like this. I think it's a, a cl- classic uh, white man's response to a riot, though, isn't it? That. 
Sugar Ray Leonard's just like, oh, fuck, I ain't, I ain't getting into this. <laughs> uh, Williams just wants to play Paul. He's not interested in any of this shit. Exactly. He's not bothered. He's like, fuck this, man. He turns and walks right into a group of softball players and spills his beer all over one of them. He does, yeah. Very clumsy. But, you know, accidents happen. We all move on. Except these guys. And in films like this, they, you know, it, more often than not, it, it's brushed under the carpet, isn't it? No one really takes it no, to heart. No, he's just like that. Sorry about that. He's like, oh, no, no, it's all right. I was uh, should have given you a bit more room there. He says, yep, yeah, oh, well, thanks anyway. He says, cheers, guys. Drinks all round. And everyone's like, hooray! Yeah, and they have a bit of a party. Yeah. Or? Yeah. <laughs> and instead of thinking, shit, that's Sugar Ray Leonard. <laughs> yeah, which is perhaps one of the first things he should have been thinking. Yeah, we're a load of overweight fucks. Best leave him alone. They decide to ask him why he isn't out rioting with the rest of the brothers. Mm. Uh, Williams asks what the guy's problem is, and then we get story time. He says, <laughs> the softball guy says, Tuesday night, six o'clock, me and my friends, we like to go out and play a little softball. It's a ritual that's lasted 13 years and three marriages, and tonight they tell us we can't play softball, and then he goes full racist, blaming it on the black and Hispanic people during the riots. So, what does he say? Now, 13 years and three marriages? What, is yeah. that just him? Or is that like, as in the group, is he combined it all? Probably just him, because this guy's a bit of a prick, isn't he? You have three marriages in 13 years. It's your own fucking fault. You'd give up, wouldn't you? Surely. Too much Surely softball. you'd give up. What oh, the fuck is softball, anyway? Is it, it's, it's like baseball kind of thing. Mm. That smaller version of baseball? I think so. I don't. Mm. And what I don't understand is how they all got... Like dressed in their in their uniforms to play before they found out there was a riot going on. Yeah, well, Gary Daniels, still. he's he's heard enough, and he tells them that they don't want any trouble. And that's good guy one hundred and one. That is, yeah. You never provoke the happens. fight. Yeah, you do your best to remain peaceful. Then when you have no other choice, you beat the fucking shit out of them. <laughs> he tells the softball players that the riots have everyone on edge. Let's all just calm down. The leader of the softball players picks up on Shane's accent. Turns out he did a tour in the Marines in England. He says, tell me something. Do English men know how to fuck? It's a weird line because I kind of got a feeling that he was going to attempt to rape him. Or he liked him a lot and wanted to have sex with him. Yeah, it could be consensual, of course. I don't know why. My immediate thought was rape. That guy's not raping Gary Daniels, is he? Come on. No, he doesn't, as it happens. <laughs> so you're right. No, he's not. He says it's because the English women couldn't get enough of them. So either they don't know how to fuck or they're all gay. <laughs> very clever isn't it <laughs> yeah i mean I, i've still not figured out which one it is <laughs> yeah i don't know if i just don't know how to fuck or if i'm gay yeah that's what gary daniels says yeah he says a fair point <laughs> yeah yeah fair, po- <laughs> fair point mate uh, shane pays for the drinks tells williams they're leaving uh, the softball leader asks where they where they're going they're are they off for a bum <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you see. Now after all of that previous chat that they've ignored, that's where they draw the line. These two, they're not having yeah. that. <laughs> and I like that. I like the fact that uh, look, they may be gay, but they're not gay together. So you know, you watch yourselves. Yeah, and they flip the pool table up onto its side so it blocks the door of the bar. That's got to be heavy, yeah, isn't it? They that? do that pretty easy. Yeah, I was, was going to say. say, they do that easy. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. Pool tables are heavy. I thought that's a very, very light pool table, isn't it? Still, let's close up first. More Christmas music plays. We get our first fight scene. Yeah, joy to the world to accompany our first fight. There are spin kicks galore in this. 
Yeah, they take a hell of a beat in these boys. Oh, I've looked it up, right? Apparently there's 10 members of a team, yeah? So you've got 10 people in a softball team. How many times are these idiots getting back up just to be punched or kicked in the face again and going back down to the ground? <laughs> it's like there's about 40 people involved in this fight, but if there's only 10 and then these two, that's an incredible amount of uh, like blows to the face each one of them are getting. Brilliant. People get like pool cues to the face. They get their faces smashed against the side of pool tables. They get, they, I mean, um, both both uh, Gary Daniels and Sugar Ray Leonard smash bottles into the face of men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is nice, isn't it? <laughs> nice army training coming into play. <laughs> yeah, just smash a bottle across your face. <laughs> I don't want to fight. However, if you do, I will severely disable you, disfigure you. You'll be on the point of death, basically, but I don't want to. So don't provoke me by suggesting I'm going to have sex with Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah, not again. See, if he'd have said that in his opening gambit, they'd have perhaps left him alone. What do you think to that fight scene then, first one of the film? I did like it. I thought it was very good. I wrote down special kicks and a flurry of fists. Yeah, Sugar Ray. Yeah, which I think is uh, one of our tours, wasn't it? That it was indeed. <laughs> yeah, it was great, wasn't it? But yes, yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard gets gets to uh, show us what he's uh, what he's got, and he was he was pretty good, pretty pretty handy still in his uh, in his age, smacking yeah. a few in the in the face, doing a little bit of that, using a baseball bat, elbows. I, I liked it, but the amount of times everybody keeps getting back up and then just being hit again is incredible. I mean, at one point as well in this um, in this fight, it actually ends. And then just starts again. <laughs> it does, yeah. I thought it that. ends. They have a bit of a chat, and then they just start having another fight. It's like, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they all like stand up and say, "Right, let's get them." <laughs> you think well, it's not worked so far, has it, lads? But yeah, let's get them. Let's try again. <laughs> and unfortunately, they all get kicked through windows at exactly the same time, which is always a pleasant thing to see. I like it. Does the, uh, the the mouthy marine leader of them, he just gets hit once and he's down for the rest of the fight? I don't he, think it? we see him again. No, I, I no. think after that, it's, it's up to the stuntmen. I think he, yeah. was, he was in it for his uh, his homophobic, racist and acting chops, yeah. <laughs> not his stunt work. That's why you hire that guy. Yeah, that's, that's what he's a CV. It's on his, uh, it's on his resume. <laughs> the army turn up to bring them in anyway. They know where they are. They do, yeah. They drive through the streets. The riot's still going on. Shane and Williams, they're, they're looking on, disgusted by the whole thing. Well, Shane is. Williams don't care. Yeah, he's fine. They go to the ambassador's mansion. The embassy, as if you will. Oh, yeah, that's that's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. You've obviously never been, have you? You've never been to the embassy, have you? No. I have. I wasn't let in. <laughs> I wasn't, honestly. I, I went, I wasn't let in. There's some a man with a gun told me I, I wasn't allowed in. So I went. I went to the pub instead next door. What embassy? Uh, the Polish embassy in Manchester. What the fuck were you doing there? Just can I have a look round. Is that what you said to him? Just trying to have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a pint. They wouldn't let me in. Alfred from Batman answers the door. Yes, yes, yes. A, a classic, classic butler. It's because it's the British embassy, isn't it? <laughs> That's classic butler, isn't it? It is. It's great work. Textbook. You're going to be the, you're going to be like the British ambassador over in America. You're taking Alfred from Batman as your butler. Yeah, it's the epitome of butlers. Not Michael Caine, though. Oh no. Anyway, 
the ambassador gets introduced, introduces Shane to special agent Devaney, and uh, we get filled in on the plot. Missing daughter, you need to help me. There's been a ransom demand received. Uh, we, we see the, the video, and it's Leon Hughes, a.k.a. Shy Boy. He's the leader of the Third <laughs> Street Crips. He won't speak to the he camera is, at yeah. first. He's got to be goaded into it. <laughs> it talks from behind a cloth. Yeah, but when he does speak, he says, I got the bitches. Yeah. Have one motherfucker bring $2 million to the church. No cops, no feds, one second late, and I will personally deliver you one dead bitch. Jesus. It's a lot, isn't it? He does. He, he says he wants one motherfucker with $2 million. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> it's really, he swears a lot. He does swear a lot in that in that in that gamble in that a ransom demand, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every other word is a is a curse. <laughs> yeah, I liked him. I like shy boy. He doesn't seem overly shy, does he? No, his choice of language isn't overly shy. He's very quite flamboyant, dressed like Elton John. Oh, right. <laughs> big Elizabethan wig. <laughs> very outlandish. That would be good, wouldn't it? If he was doing that, singing Elton John's Christmas song. <laughs> step into Christmas, step into Christmas. Oh, fucking old shy boy. Not again. Uh, Devaney says Shane will be outnumbered 30 to 1. One of them says they asked for one man and they'll get one. And William says this is suicide. No way, Shane. No way. But he agrees to it. He agrees to it instantly. Of course he does. You know why? Why? Because he knows Annalisa. My God. Shane gets the briefcase full of money and Williams he's going to be flying him into the drop zone on his chopper. <laughs> he's got two hours to get in, deliver the case and get out. Yeah, he's got two, two hours to get to uh, to drop off the money and then back for the extraction. And I'm thinking, are you looking at the guy that's telling you all this? It's fucking Charles Napier. You know what he's going to do when it comes to extraction. He's done it before. Yeah, he's got this previous. Is the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. He said to Rambo in part two. Yep. It's like the it's literally almost word for word the same guarantees he's given him. Get to the get back to the extraction point. Still, we go with it. I don't know. I don't know if Gary Daniels has seen Rambo too. I'd imagine he has. You'd have thought he would have. Probably trained him. Yeah. <laughs> How to destroy Vietnam. Uh, on the flight, Shane has a dream about a very nineties fashion shoot. Yes, yes, he has a flashback, doesn't he? Gives, gives himself a flashback just uh, to let us know that he does know Annalisa. I would say this this one isn't as bad as the one from Cobra with Bridget Nielsen, that, that fashion shoot. Well, no, well, there's not a lot of fashion going on, really, is there? What, in the Bridget I Nielsen one? The, I preferred the Cobra one. No, I preferred that. You can see that bloody swimsuit. Jesus. Annalisa Bunt. That could be in every film. We'd put that in every film if it was me making them. What, Gary Daniels wearing it in this? <laughs> Charles Napier. Oh, <laughs> Alfred the butler answering the door with it. <laughs> They've all got it on at one point in the film. That's what I want to see. You know, Patrick Kilpatrick turns up wearing it. <laughs> it's a beret and that fucking swimsuit on. <laughs> that final news report from Harry Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> Just with his balls either side out. <laughs> Telling us about the magic of Christmas. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Harry Johansson. Uh, Annalisa bumps into Shane backstage and he tells her that he has new orders and he's been put on assignment out, out the country 
Do you know, all the way through this flashback, she doesn't really give a fuck that he's even there, does she? No. He's just like, Annalisa, I had to see you. And she's like, oh, Shane, you're not even supposed to be here. She's very posh, by the way. She is, isn't she? She's the kind of girl that would probably be fooled by Herbert Nincompoop yes. into thinking that he was a nice guy. You know, that's that's the kind of uh, posh posh lady we're speaking of. Yeah, yeah but she's, uh, she's basically saying, Shane, you're not supposed to be here. And he says, well, I'm not. Anyway, I'm going. I'm fucking off soon. And she's like, oh, shame. And does all that. Where are you going? He says, I can't tell you, can I? It's a fucking secret. That's what I do. I'm in the SAS, you idiot. Shane wants to marry her, asks her to wait for him. She kisses him and says mm. goodbye. She's not interested. Yeah. She says, oh, um, can you just wait a minute? And he's like, no, I've told you. 30 minutes, I'm on the fucking flight. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got time to watch you fucking walk up and down a fucking like walkway wearing a shitty little costume. I've got stuff to do. Got people to go and kill. Back to reality. Williams offers him a gun to take, and Shane says no, no guns. Williams tells him to trust him and gives him a very tiny little gun. Yeah, he he's actually says, he says you're going to need it. He says, what are you? And he's like, I don't know, sidekick. He says, oh yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, fair enough. Well read. Williams tells Shane he wishes he was going with him, like the good old days. He tells Shane he'll be right there when he gets back, and good luck out there. Wish we got a prequel to this of the good old days. That could be the name of the film. Well, I, I don't know what that would be. Yeah. I don't know how well these two guys know each other. Because Sugar Ray Leonard, I mean, is Sugar Ray Leonard British as well? No, he's a major, isn't he, in the army? Well, Gary Daniels is a major, Major Shane Alcott. So is Major Sugar Ray Williams. <laughs> is that his name, is it? Yeah. That's that's Major Williams's first name, Sugar Ray. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> is he major? That would be good. He is a major, yeah. Yeah, Major Williams. Good two yeah, bloody majors. I mean, that, so, so, yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean they've ever like been doing stuff together before, does it? That's not how it works. What the Marines and the, so or the Army like, and the same SAS. Rank. Just because you're the same rank doesn't mean that you know each other. It's not a like, majors party that all the majors <laughs> go to in the whole world across all the, all different countries' uh, armed forces. Helicopter keys in the bowl as you enter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, they, yeah. so I don't know what good old days he means, but yeah, it probably would be quite interesting to see what they're talking about. I can't imagine it's like it's just like the good old days. It's like what remember like the last time I went in with two million pounds in a briefcase to rescue a girl from a bloke called Shy Boy in the middle of a riot. He's like, Yeah, yeah, the last time we did it, yeah. Well they talk about the good old days and it's like Leslie Nielsen and Shane thinks back and it's just to the fucking barb brawl earlier. <laughs> it's just just from the conversation and all the flashback he's just had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they tickle each other's balls for good luck, and off they go anyway. <laughs> it's Christmas. Yeah. Shane, he gets the baubles. He gets gets off on foot, and he's instantly accosted by the local youths. Throws yeah. one, yeah, throws one of them up against the car. What does he get? He gets a yeah. Uh, he gets a yo white bread, doesn't yeah. he? Which I think is just somebody ordering the the pizza topping that he thought he was bringing him. <laughs> yeah, that's he thought he was delivering pizza. Yeah, he thought he was there with his pizza, wasn't he? With his little sandwich. The old ham sandwich pizza. No no ham. <laughs> Hold the ham. Yeah, it's one of your films. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a good one, that. 
that was um that was for the uh, Arab market. <laughs> um, it throws him up against the car and it actually leaves him alone, that guy, once he does that. Yeah, but he, he, he saves face because obviously Gary Daniels just walks off after that. He's, he's, not, he's not in there to murder everybody he meets, is he? No. So he, he, just, uh, he just walks off and the, the guy's just like, yeah, yeah, you better just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then acts like he won that. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. He's only just there. We got some guy doing a Tony Montana impression. Demands the case. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what this guy's all about. Says he'll fuck him up if he doesn't. Hmm. And Gary Daniels just breaks his wrist. <laughs> Quite right. Get some fucking roller skaters. I know. Yeah, it's like a roller hockey gang. It seems massively like impractical in an it's urban the Warriors, setting. isn't it? All over again. Especially like if this is just in the middle of a riot. These aren't like people going out after Gary Daniels. These are just people in a riot. So that's how they've decided to to get about during the riot. And dress in full hockey gear as well. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> it's one of them is dressed as a fucking ref. Yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> He's black and white stripes. dressed as the umpire. What the fuck? Why is he dressed as the umpire? He's going out rioting. Just make sure they're doing it properly. <laughs> You're not blowing for infractions. Like, this is ridiculous. The streets are just filled with like debris and cars on fire. You can't fucking skate around that shit. Well, they are, and they brought the ref with them. They chase Gary Daniels through the streets anyway. Yeah, he, uh, he kicks a few of them in the helmet. <laughs> Oof. Oh, yeah. He does love a around-the-house kick, doesn't he, Gary? Yeah, beautiful as well, though, isn't he? He, um, he, he trips one of them. Uh, he just sticks his leg out, because obviously, you know, momentum, they're on skates. He just sticks his leg out, and uh, one of them just flies down a subway. Yeah, it looks painful, that one. One it guy gets actually, yeah. thrown through a window. Yeah, I like that. Always like that. One guy gets fucking electrocuted. He does, yeah. <laughs> He's just That's screaming. What happens, with those lights? Those lights, you know the lights that you have hanging from the, the like the cross buildings and stuff? Christmas lights. That's yeah. the ones. Yeah. Yeah. If they if they ever do fall, they're instant death, aren't they? Mm. We saw that in uh, Action Jackson. He got uh, it was uh, fiction Jackson, wasn't it? He got uh, he got caught a cropper by those lights. He did. Very, very electric. Cheney takes some... What did you think to that gang, by the way, in that fight? I, I liked it because it was so ridiculous. But mm. the guy that gets electrocuted uh, made that for me because he makes such a ridiculous noise when he yeah. uh, electrocutes. <laughs> I just laughed. And it goes on for too long as well. Yeah. It's like nobody said, right, that'll, that'll stop. You're going to die. Okay, that's it. Yeah, he made that noise for a long, long time. Really enjoyed that. I think in every one of these fight scenes now until the end of the movie, there's one death or one guy that does something that lasts for ages and it's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, over-eggs his part. Yeah. Uh, Shane takes some money out of the case, hides it in an abandoned tyre in the street. I was thinking, yeah, what the sure fuck is this why. guy doing now? Yeah, not sure why, but, you know, obviously just for plot later. Uh, gets to the church. Yeah, gets to the church on time. <laughs> A Cockney reference. He says, just call me Santa Claus to the guy standing outside who won't let him in. Shows him the briefcase and the guy says, ho, 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 motherfucker. Yeah, because he's in a gang, you see. Mm. So you can't say anything without adding motherfucker on the end if you're in this gang. It's a very, very uh, bad language orientated gang. Gets thrown onto his knees inside and he comes face to face with Shy Boy, who's sort of facing yeah. away into the corner, won't look at him. 
There's lots of religious uh, images, isn't there, in there? Obviously, it's a church. I know that, but... Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like Gethsemane, isn't it? Yeah, shy boys, just like that. Get out! Yeah. <laughs> of course he doesn't. He wants him there. What's the money, motherfucker? <laughs> shy boy gives us some shit about his mama wanting him to be a preacher. Talks about salvation yeah, he... and the fact preachers don't earn any money. He certainly well, he actually says uh, preachers don't make shit. They don't make shit. They don't, apparently. Any preachers out there? Have you made shit? Badmoviecall at gmail.com. If you have, let us know. Yeah, we'll let Shy Boy know. He apparently thinks you haven't. You know, when I've been saying that about me, if I'd ever made shit. You've made bear shit. I have, yeah. Still doing it now. Shane tells him he's got half the money now and the rest later when the girls are safe. That's what he... See, see, that's why, Ken. That's why he took half the money out. Oh, I see. I understand. The girls are bought out and Annalisa gives it away instantly that her and Shane know each other, much to the delight of Shy Boy. Yeah, calls him Loverboy. Yeah, starts doing kissy face at him. Yeah, starts teasing him. Starts yeah. teasing him and like flicking him in the dick. Yeah. Shy Boy asks Shane if he knows the other girl, Amy. The other bitch. Oh yeah, sorry. Sorry, Amy, you bitch. <laughs> That's better. He says no, so Shy Boy fucking shoots her <laughs> in the fucking head. <laughs> Yeah, never expected that, did you? No, I didn't know. <laughs> not for, especially not from one so shy. Yeah. Yeah, shoots her. Shoots her dead straight away. That's that done. Right, let's have a fight. Yep, straight away, break into the fight. Gun gun battle. Shane grabs hold of Annalise and they start fucking firing and going along the pews. There's um, one henchman. He's running and shooting and it's fucking hilarious. Did you see him? Oh, I don't know. Go on. Well, I've even put What's the 38 minutes and seven seconds in he is. And it's just the way he's running. He's got like his shoulders are like high up. He's like arms are out and he's just running just like a bloody lunatic shooting. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I didn't really, I didn't know what he was doing. I rewound it three times to watch it. So guys, this is on YouTube, this film, by the way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get involved. What what minute was that then? What 38, 38 minutes, 38 minutes and seven seconds. <laughs> You can't do more than that for the people, can you? Yeah, just watch that guy run. You can't be more specific than that. They're all pretty shit at shooting, though, aren't they, these uh, crips? I'll tell you, the best best bit of shooting that they do is um, when their own man is being used as a shield (laughs) by Gary Daniels because they hit him every single fucking shot. I like his reaction to it as well. Yeah, they, they shoot their own man. Fucking loads. It's just, I can't manage to see anybody else get hit. Uh, Shane and Annalise, they escape the church and Shane blows the car up outside to a distraction. Yeah, but that's, that's actually a, a textbook uh, PM Entertainment move, cars exploding. Now, there were mm. some earlier on as well, like pretty much straight in with the riots and stuff, cars on fire and that. Yeah. But the amount of cars, these guys, I, I wrote in the, my sweeper one, I put the, um, is it Joseph, Mary and um, Richard Pepin, isn't it? Joseph, Mary and the baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the yes. wee baby Jesus. Well, that's what Richard Pepin was called. Yeah, <laughs> or was it Pe- Peepin? I don't even know. Peepy, but uh, <laughs> little Joseph Peepy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, these guys when they're making their films, they've probably they've exploded more cars than you've ever been in. That's probably that's, true. That's my claim. I reckon these true. Yeah. You think about how many cars you've ever been in in your entire life, count them up, have a guess, I bet they've blown up more cars than that. 
they are blowing cars up for fucking fun, these guys. And uh, yeah, even when it's not needed, because it's not needed now, but Gary Daniels runs off and a car explodes as he goes past it. And even later in the film, there's cars blowing up for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Shy Boy's got a bazooka. He fucking has, yeah. <laughs> doesn't even need to reload it. No, no, he doesn't. It's very lightweight as well, as we'll find out later on when he's logged it up fucking 40 flights of stairs. Yeah, just start blowing up all the cars around him. And he starts blowing up all the cars. Yeah, he's just firing them at cars instead of trying to like kill these people. She says, help me, Shane. And he says, come on, baby, let's go. Yeah, said, I didn't like that. I didn't like that either. I don't like the fact that he kept calling her baby. Yeah. And uh, and then baby. Shy Boy shouting, get, get that motherfucker. So we know. Yeah. Come on, baby. <laughs> That's pretty much, yeah. That sounded very much like Gary Daniels, actually. They escape on foot and we cut to a new a new report on the kidnapping. Devaney it's live. Watching... <laughs> live from Action 9. It's a woman, though, isn't it, this time? Yeah, boring. Devaney tells Williams that due to a news chopper being shot down, Williams is grounded and therefore can't go to collect Shane. And I was like, classic Napier, this. This is like fucking typical, that is Napier. It's exactly what we knew would happen. However. But wait. He then does this sort of roundabout. However, if someone were to steal the keys and go to this section and find the chopper without me knowing and all that sort of bollocks. Yeah, he said, I wouldn't know anything about it. And if anyone did that and got caught, they wouldn't know anything about how they found the chopper with the keys and... Oh, fuck it. Yeah, it just gives him this the what keys. I thought. Yeah, it's what I thought he was getting down. I thought, we might as well just say, oh, fuck this, here you go. Yeah. Just don't tell anybody. That's all he needed to say. But no, he, he, led, us, he led us up the uh, typical bloody Napier path and then yeah. quickly slapped us back down. So Williams, he gets the keys and off he goes to save the day. No, I was watching there, and this is probably about, is this halfway through? Maybe? I don't and think I think it is yet. No. no, and I was thinking like, God, the, this is like going at a fast pace. Like, what else is there to do in this film? Because they've already got the money and they're on the run. But anyway, Shane and Annalise, they take refuge in a shop. He tells her he's sorry about her friend because she yep, just sits she, there she, crying. She's having a, yeah, she's having a bit of a cry. Meanwhile, the gang's outside and one of them says, We gon' find they ass. Which uh, I think's gang for we've, we'll get them in yeah. a minute. Or some but shit. going to find them. Yeah, with their asses. Yes. Not with they're not gonna find them with their asses. They're gonna <laughs> <laughs> they got the got the detector up their ass. He's like, Oh god, not again. <laughs> a big fucking aerial sticking out of it. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> running backwards up the street yeah well oh, there we are we're on to him annalise decides now's a good time to bring up why she broke off their engagement <laughs> it's because of his how job many years has it been we don't even know how many years it's been since that flashback probably like the other week wasn't it yeah i don't know it could have been i mean obviously they both look the same so yeah. i don't know when it was except he was in uniform wasn't he then so i think i'm guessing that was in england the fashion shoot yeah Although with the over-the-top uh, gay designer, he put on a stupid accent. So, you know, it could have been anywhere. It was because of his job. That's why she broke up with him. Being away so yeah. long, she felt she had no choice. And Shane says, we all have choices. And I chose to come here for you. Yeah, he says, I would have left. I would have left the forces if you'd have said. Uh, and I like that because what he's done there is he's, he obviously didn't leave the force. You know, he didn't do that. 
because she never said. <laughs> yeah. So he's using the fact that he never did that and blamed her for the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And now she's guilty and wants him back. I thought, that's amazing. That's a really, really great move from Gary Daniels there. Because he could have, couldn't he? He could have said, no, I'm not going. Instead of going there to say, right, I'm out of here. I've gone on a mission. He could have just not gone. And then that would have been the perfect time to, to get married and move on. Yeah. But he didn't. And blamed her for the whole thing. Brilliant. Great move. Well done. <laughs> uh, they hug and she tells him she loves him. Little kiss complete with horrible sound effects. Yeah. Like that. He tells her they only have 10 minutes to get to the chopper and they better head out. Williams talks his way onto the army base to get the chopper, threatening to demote the soldier who questions him. Bit harsh. He's doing his job after all. Yeah. But, you know, he gets he gets through and he gets gets in his chopper and off he goes. Well, you know, you know we, we go back to Devaney, who gets given a file at this point by somebody. Don't you think these are, like, earlier on when we cut to the crypts and it's just that one sentence and then we're back to the other scene. And then yeah, this is the yeah, same with... They, they, the yeah, vein, they, do, they do like they do like a quick a quick cut, but in this, I don't even know what he says. He gets given a file and he goes, "God, like I didn't have enough to worry about." And then he says something like, "God help you, now, Carter. God help you." And you think, "What? <laughs> what? What was that name?" I listened to that three times and I still couldn't figure out what the fuck he was on about. Alcott, wasn't it? Oh, that was his name, isn't it? Shane Alcott. So what's he been given? We never, what we never. File? Oh, exactly. Do you reckon it's? Is it about the IRA? The bit, the big pat. But like, big yeah, we Patrick. Ne- big pat buttocks. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> they never tell us. No, they don't, do they? Like, what's the point of that scene? No. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I wrote Al Carter, so I've, I've put a new character in. Al, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, owner of the pizza place. <laughs> big Al. Big Al's from Happy Days. Yeah. <laughs> Big Al's ham sandwich pizzas. <laughs> Mamma mia. Just That's like a, a mama spicy, used to make. It's a spicier ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, makes more sense when you give me that. Yeah, carry on. Shane and Annalise race to meet Williams on the roof with Shy Boy and his gang hot on their heels. Do you know what I like? I like the fact that uh, when, Gary, uh, when they're about to get to the roof and about to run for it, he says to Annalisa, you're ready for this. <laughs> and I really wanted the music to kick in at that point. Exactly. Wouldn't that have been brilliant to yeah. accompany them running through this last little bit? Yeah. Maybe stop but to do a little dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a better piece of music for his um his workout montage, wouldn't it? Yeah. That would have been fucking funny, wouldn't it? That that music. <laughs> yeah, ready for this. Gary Down just kicking the fucking <laughs> He'd have had to be quick, wouldn't he? He would have, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so um, at this point, with the chopper being uh, airborne, uh, Shy Boy quickly works out that they're going to go and meet it. So he goes, oh, shit, they're in that building. Everybody up that building right now. They do catch up with him as well, even though they've had a head start. Well, that's because um, as they're running up the stairs, um, to, they slow it all down by insisting that Annalisa hides instead of just carrying on up the yeah. stairs. Why the fuck would she need to hide? There's no need to hide at all because when we see the roof, he's already fucking parked up waiting for them. So yeah. if they just carried on running, they would have got in and fucked off. But no, so they had to hide so we could have a few more stairwell fights. That's what we wanted. Yeah, and that's what we get. 
tacked on the stairs. Right. Lots of flashing lights. There's an arm break. It's not a bad fight, is it? I quite like this one as well. Pretty good. Dual wielding pistols at one point. Yeah, nice. Always nice. You got Shy Boy, sort of second in command, the big bald guy. He's running yeah, up after them. Fucking throw Shane over his head down the stairs. Probably break his fucking back, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, no. No, he doesn't because he's a hero. Shane kills him, Ken, with a couple of forehead slaps and then chokes <laughs> him out and breaks his neck. Yeah, he, he does also um, hit him in the balls. Well, obviously. I like the forehead slaps, though. Not a lot of room for the fight scene, is it, on this little corridor? But they do, no, they do well. No, that's, that's, uh, that's why it's good. Uh, Williams provides cover fire as they climb into the, the helicopter. Yeah, again, unnecessary, because uh, he was, if he'd have been sat in the helicopter, they could have fucked off a little bit earlier. But the fact that he gets out and runs towards them, so they run past him into the helicopter, you just think, if you were in it, you could have gone. It's you slowing it all down now. Yeah, he just shoots two guys that come up the staircase, doesn't he? Well, yes, he does, but, you know, he could have been fucking gone. As they take off, Shy Boy's here with his bazooka. Yeah, which again, he's carried all the way up the stairs. He says, time to meet the devil, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Lots of motherfuckers. Yeah. It's one of Ken's films. <laughs> he shoots the chopper, and the chopper lands teetering on the edge of a nearby building. I like the fact that none of them know that they're even hit. Yeah. One of them just shouts, what What the hell was that? Yeah, that and was then it, they yeah. look behind them and realise that they're on fire. And then he sort of like, he's been an impeccable shot with that bazooka, but as soon as they're teetering, he, he can't shoot it for shit. Yeah, I think it's only when people are moving that he's, yeah. he's any good. Because it's teetering right on the edge there on Hard fire. Hard ticket to Hawaii, you see. Mm. Useless, useless if it's something still. Uh, he does shoot sort of the floor below where the helicopter is, and that's enough for the helicopter to plummet. And as it does, Shane grabs hold of Williams and saves him from falling. And picture this now, Ken. You've got Williams at the bottom holding on mm-hmm. to Shane, and mm-hmm. Shane's holding on to Annalise. Oh, goodness. So she's got the weight of two fucking blokes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And throughout this ordeal, uh, Shane's demanding, pull us up. Yeah, he's like screaming at her to pull <laughs> like, him up. Like, like that's something that she's able to do <laughs> with her being a probably bulimic fashion model and then being two fully grown army majors. Yeah, so um, why don't yeah, you pull him up? Hurry up. Yeah, still. It could have been, uh, it could have been a dying wish of just pull us off. Could have, yeah. <laughs> Which she also failed to do. Lots of close-ups of faces. Williams asking Shane not to let him fall. Yeah, Shane going, it's probably going to happen, isn't it? Shane tells Annalisa to pull them up. Uh, mm-hmm. Williams eventually ends up, like, he's got like a glove on, hasn't he? And of course he has. His hand slips out of it, and he ends up falling to his death. Yeah, but such emotion from uh, Gary Daniels in this scene. He does, he, he screams falls. into the air, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he, yeah. Yeah, we just see it as he just falls. It's horrific. Sugar Ray Leonard dead. Yeah. Halfway into the film. Yeah, shocking. We're 50 minutes in. And we finally get our sort of main bad guy turn up. Yeah, I've written, holy shit, it's Patrick Kilpatrick in a beret pretending to be Irish. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's worst, what I've case, worst case scenario. Yeah. With 54 minutes and suddenly Patrick Kilpatrick wanders in. Yeah. Totally forgot he was due in it. He's he's playing Brian O'Flannery. Mm-hmm. Great Irish name. Um, perhaps not as Irish as Patrick Kilpatrick, you would think. <laughs> no. That's more of an Irish name, isn't it? But still, we've, we've got Brian O'Flannery. And his brother, Paddy. 
<laughs> Brothers called Patrick. How confusing. Yeah. Yeah, they have a little bit of a chat. It turns out that they are the masterminds behind this kidnapping. Yeah. Imagine that. The IRA. So they, yeah, so they've commissioned the whatever street crips that these guys are. Third street. To do, to, to do the third street, yeah. One of the one of the best in many of many streets. So they've commissioned them to do this for them on their behalf. Who would have thought that? Yeah. It's, it's elaborate, isn't it? He says to Shy Boy, separate into teams and cover end to end. Find Shane, the money, and the girl, and kill him. And Shy Boy decides to bollock uh, Patrick Kilpatrick. Because half yeah, his men yep. are dead, and he wants all the money to himself. Yeah, I don't know about that, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> if you should. You've got a guy like Patrick Kilpatrick in a fucking beret. You ain't the boss in this situation. Not no, a chance. No. Shane sees all this from the other rooftop, and he's filling um, Annalisa in. Oh no! Sorry, wait. He's filling Anna- Annalisa in on who Brian O'Flaherty is. Oh, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Just having sex on the roof opposite. Up on the roof. Before <laughs> some O'Flaherty's talking to Shy Boy, and they're just interrupted by. <laughs> just like, hang on a minute. What's he doing now? <laughs> oh my God, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> well, it's an emotional time, isn't it? <laughs> he does. He tells her anyway that he's IRA, that fucking dickhead over there in the beret. Yeah, you say Patrick Kilpatrick over there in the beret. He's like, yeah, he's a fucking IRA guy, that is. Yeah, you can tell because he's got a beret on. Oh, oh, Shane, oh, good grief. That's what she says. Yeah. Brian tells Shy Boy they're more alike than he thinks. Both having oppressors, Shy Boy's being the Americans and Brian's being the British. Ugh. And Brian basically ends up killing Shy Boy and his men for daring to ask for more money. They don't really yeah, need it. Uh, and uh, and then he gives us uh, the line of pathetic pillocks. Yeah, which I liked. I like that. Yeah, pillocks, that was... of course, probably probably a uh, an insult that Americans wouldn't be overly familiar with. Yeah, but yeah, it just means idiots. Pillocks. Shane and Annalise, they're on the run. Shane tells her to head to the police outpost on the edge of the riot zone. So this is like, so so we're an hour in, and the gang that was responsible for everything is now all dead, and we've got a brand new gang. Yeah. That's not happening in many films, is it, that? No. As, as I say, I forgot Kilpatrick was in it until he turned yeah. up. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, the whole, yeah, it's, it's like the whole gang aspect that we were working on is is stripped back. New gang, let's go again. It's yeah. impressive, in my opinion. Very impressive. We've replaced like um, hockey stick wielding fucking skaters with balaclavas and motorbikes and motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shane tells Annalise to head to the police outpost on the edge of the riot zone. Annalise says that she doesn't want to leave Shane, but he tells her that he has to say to sort this out, and he tells her to fuck off. This scene now, yeah. like where it's 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 like a loads of abandoned cars. This goes on quite a while, doesn't it? This one. Yeah, it's a, a very, very extended action scene, isn't it? Yeah, like motorbikes driving across the abandoned cars and Shane's running along them as well. At one it point, it's good, a... though. Yeah, yeah. Again, round the house kicks, kicks people off the bike. Yeah, he's kind of taking them out one by one, isn't he? Yeah, it's like Streets of Rage. Remember, I used to be able to just kick people off the bike when you played that. Yeah, I think this is a little bit more impressive than that, to be honest. <laughs> there's one point, actually, where there's like a forklift truck chasing him. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I'm not sure how cool that looks with the speed it's going. 
Yeah, he's trying to kill him with a, with a car, isn't it? He's carrying a car. But when it yeah. cuts, like it sort of, we see like a wide shot of it, and Shane's just running, shooting the car. It's quite funny that. Yeah, he's um, he's, he's lots of lots of kicks. He he gets a shotgun. He takes a shotgun off somebody, um, and then just throws it away. I don't know why. Uh, he, he uses his little tiny gun. He does. He gets his little tiny gun out. Uh, lots of explosions. There is a forklift, um, and somewhere in all of this, in all of the melee, Annalisa's wounded. Yeah, she gets pushed into like a car, and there's like a bit of fucking metal sticking out of it, isn't there? Yeah, and she stabs herself in the stomach with it because she when she falls yeah. into it. Fucking idiot! The forklift truck drops the car, and that instantly explodes, and we get the cool guy jumping in front of a fire. Um, of course, we do. Scene that's in a lot of that PM entertainment stuff, isn't it? That that shot. Honestly, no, it's brilliant. It's just brilliant. They get it Always twice in this well. film. Yeah, I'm surprised they only did it twice. <laughs> I think they've got a quota for every 40 minutes. Annalise gets attacked, thrown into the car, as you say, and when she's about to get hit, Shane turns up, saves her. Of course he does. Hero. Brian O'Flaherty's second in command, Paddy, is his brother, as it turns out. We um we, we do find that out because he he says to him, Good work, little brother. Good work, little brother. You know, because you always you always do that. If if you've got a little brother, you tend to call him little brother. Yeah. In case he forgets where he is in the terms of the family relationship. Wouldn't it be ironic if my brother <laughs> was called Patrick, when in fact I'm called Patrick <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm twice the Patricks you'll ever be. A <laughs> little bollocks. <laughs> yeah, little bollocks. Now get out there and kill this bastard. <laughs> kill this kill kill this English fuck. Which he does say later on. He does say English fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did enjoy. I wrote that down as well. I spelt fuck deliberately wrong. I'm going to kill this fucker. <laughs> yeah, so Paddy, he goes to the guy that Shane just beat up and asked him where he went, and he says that he doesn't know. So Paddy just fucking kills him. <laughs> Quite right, too. It's almost like in Batman when Jack Nicholson <laughs> kills Bob. <laughs> It is very much so, except we liked Bob because he'd been in it a little bit, and this guy's just some balaclava-wearing freak. Yeah, that's Could true. be fucking anybody, that guy. Uh, Shane and Annalise, they knock on the door of a father and daughter, asking for help. Uh, the dad pulls a shotgun, tells him to fuck off. It's um, She's watching a Bigfoot cartoon, isn't she? She is, yeah. Yeah, very festive. We haven't done a Bigfoot film yet, have we? Um, I don't think we have, no. Fucking loads of them, isn't there? We could do. We need to do one of them. Because they're all terrible. I mean, you're saying that. I don't, I don't know. I think we had Sasquatch in a pitch, didn't we? We certainly did. Yeah, with tits. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> the daughter says she thinks they should help them. And then the wife turns up and says, if they're hurt, we should help them. And she's going to yeah. go and look and see if they're okay. Yeah, and the dad's just like, oh, fuck this, man. Try me best. You know, fucking riot. People are coming to the door. I'm telling them no. And uh, I'm, I'm wrong. Fuck you know. I don't. I like the way that um, he actually turns the TV off before he answers the door. Yeah, it's a bit odd, isn't it? Mm. Not sure why he does that. It's in case they want to watch Sasquatch cartoon. <laughs> in case they were just like, you ain't got that Sasquatch cartoon on, have you? He's like, oh shit, I can't say no because they can hear it. Uh, Shane and Annalise they get let in the house, and Shane administers first aid to her, much to the annoyance of the dad. I've put. Yeah, not very happy. The dad says to Shane. I haven't seen a field dressing like that since Nam. 
<laughs> he says, yeah, I know. I, was, I did all of them. I liked that. I thought, uh, can be wild. He'll, he'll enjoy yeah. that one. It's um, it's is uh, this is now accompanied by a soft saxophone uh, version of Silent Night. Yeah, so, all the uh, classics. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got the uh, ex Nam vet. He's uh, well, sorry, the the Nam vet. He's not ex. He still is, isn't he? Yeah, and and you've got Gary Daniels having a chat. Yeah, SAS about, uh, about all this. He's like, uh, so this is Christmas. They they say to each other. And then just link arms, start singing. Yeah. And what have we done? <laughs> Another good riot. Another one just begun. <laughs> and then at the IRA joining outside. Yeah. Holding lanterns. War is <laughs> over. War is fucking over. <laughs> if you want it, you little bollocks. Um, the dad says that he got laid off after 16 years street maintenance. And there's no Santa Claus this year because he ain't been able to get a job. Yeah, that's a long time to be street maintenance, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. Plus, with all the explosions, you'd imagine they'd be needing people out there rebuilding. Well, the IRA—they're going door to door, raiding the houses, looking for them. They're very brazen, aren't they? The IRA here. Yeah, but yeah, check, check all the houses and shoot anyone who resists. <laughs> so they're just going to go ransack the entire neighbourhood and murder people. A shame, meanwhile, he's watching the news report on the chopper accident involving Williams and he tells the dad there's something he has to do and do you mind if I leave and uh, leave Annalise here for a few hours? And the dad says, well, I didn't think you were waiting for a taxi. This is, what does that mean? I don't know. know. I was in Vietnam. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm mental. (laughs) um, the The news report also says that everybody on the chopper is dead. Yeah. Fake news. <laughs> I like the fact that as, as he leaves, Annalisa just goes, "Please don't go." Yeah, you're like, "Don't oh, leave me! Don't sake. leave me, Shane! Please don't go!" And he's like, oh, "Fuck this!" And he does. He leaves. And as soon as he leaves, there's an instant fight. <laughs> <laughs> and they were right there, almost at that door. And uh, yeah, instant fighting. Fantastic. Who knew the IRA loved motorbikes so much? Mm. Uh, nice slow mo around the house, kick off a bike at one point. Um, yeah, they they um, simultaneously smash through windows, don't they? The mm. motorbikes, very nice. I like that. There's about four of them, isn't there? All come through uh, four different windows, not the same one. The uh, some sort of aerial fucking uh, acrobatics that <laughs> they all come in holding hands. One of the bikers gets set completely on fire. Well, yeah, they they come through. He does. He swings on a bit of bunting, doesn't he, Gary mm. or Shane? Sorry. He swings on a bit of bunting um, and kicks a couple off their bikes. Then he hangs some other guy with the bunting. He kicks him. He grabs him. He drops him out. I was thinking, how many fucking people are on motorbikes? And how have they all got into this city without anybody noticing? I mean, you've got somebody there making an absolute fortune during this riot. And it's the guy that hires out these motorbikes. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, I hope he's got insurance because obviously a lot of them are fucked up by by the end. But... Uh, he, he, one by as well, he grabs a massive wooden beam and stands there with it. <laughs> and as he stands there with it, he does the old Laurel and Hardy spin and uh, motorbikes are coming at him from each side and they both just fall off. They smash through the wooden uh, beam and fall down. Yeah. And then <laughs> and he does a bit of somersaults. He, he kicks 
he kicks a fire into one of the riders, and this is the bit that I believe you were mentioning there. He just sets fire to this uh, motorcyclist. Rather than sort of get off the bike and stop, drop and roll or whatever. Um, He's very committed, isn't he, to the cause? He just carries on <laughs> on the bike, chasing him. <laughs> he got a job to do. And the bike yeah. ends up just blowing up with him on it. Yeah, because he, he, he crashes into two cars. He explodes, and so do the cars. <laughs> Why <Yeah>. not? <laughs> and another cool guy jump in front of the flames from Gary. Yeah, but isn't it great? Isn't it fantastic that, uh, that he's set fully on fire, but then continues to ride his motorbike to try and kill that this guy? That is great, yeah. Yeah. He's got his full bloody ghost rider on him. Amazing stuff. Well done. Well, Paddy, uh, second in command for the IRA, he turns up, talks some shit to Shane. He calls uh, Shane a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> calls him a cunt. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get this cunt. <laughs> I liked it. It was funny. Made me laugh anyway. Shane Made me says, laugh again then. It's not, not making anyone else laugh. I know that, but uh, still. Shane says, where's that wanker brother of yours? <laughs> yeah. Which again, you know, very, very English word, isn't it? Wanker. I don't think Americans use wanker, do they? No, they don't, no. He says to Gary, where's the girl and where's our money? And Gary Daniels says, and here's me thinking it was only politics you were interested in. Uh, ends up having a fight anyway. These two. Yep, Patrick and Shane. Yep. He gets set on fire as well. Fucking... He does, yeah. There's a little bit of trash talk between them, yeah, and then they have a fight, and it's uh, it's not... I think it's, it's not overly a good fight, is it? Can't really see it, to be honest. No, not until the, one of them gets set on fire. Just his two arms at first. He's just waving his two arms around like an idiot. Yeah, I'm glad you counted his arms. I didn't. Yeah. So thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> how many arms? How many arms he was waving? <laughs> how many arms does an Irishman have? Yeah, well, it was always it was about the arms, wasn't it? The IRA. Uh, yeah, and Shane just shoots him dead. Yep, and that's that. That's the end of that. Poor old Patrick O'Flaherty. I tell you, I ain't going to be happy. Fucking Big Brian. Do you know what he should have shouted when he found uh, he found out he was dead? Who? He Brian. Brian O'Flaherty, when he found oh, out that little yeah. brother Patrick was dead, he should have shouted, "Patrick, you killed Patrick!" Like that, very good, because that would that would have been, you see, you see, listeners, Patrick killed Patrick is the name of the the actor playing Brian, but his brother in the film was called Patrick as the character, so he would have shouted his own name in the script relating to his on-screen brother. Do you understand? Do you understand that comedy? I don't think you do. I think you possibly could. I'm wasting my time, aren't I? Back at the house, we get the the daughter saying, is she going to die like grandma? (laughs) (laughs) This is a fucking useless scene, isn't it? This is pointless. Yeah, and the mum says, no, she's going to be fine. And then the the mum says, no, no, grandma, I had cancer. (laughs) And she's like, oh, uh, thank fuck for that. Christmas cancer. (laughs) Yeah, it's not the best gift. But, you know, it happens. Uh, sends her to bed so Santa can come even though she don't want to. And, yeah, back to the, yeah. the action. And and she's got fuck all anyway because they're all poor. Brian, he gets on the walkie-talkie to Shane, calling him an English fuck. Yeah, he does actually, he, he does when he finds when he finds out he's dead. Instead of saying, Patrick, you killed Patrick, he says, uh, Paddy, oh Christ. No, I can't believe you're gone. <laughs> I'll kill you, you English fuck. Brilliant. 
<laughs> I love the I love I love Patrick Kilpatrick. He's great. Irish accent's amazing. Yeah, not enough of him in this for me. Not enough at all. No, that's what I mean. He's, he's like fifty-four minutes before he fucking walks in. What are they thinking? Unless, unless he was out on uh, like shooting schedules uh, clashed or whatever. But still, Shane explains the IRA's plot to Brian, even though he already knows it. He yeah, because it was it. him that came up with it. Yeah, <laughs> I've written that. <laughs> but he just explains the plot to the guy who thought of it. Something to do with staging the riot to take away from the fact they're stealing a British embas- ambassador's daughter for ransom, all that yeah. sort of shit. This is, it is weird because like that is like that's what we all know though. Yeah. So we've already found all that out. So who? Why, what's the point of like hiding it all? Why didn't they right. just? Why didn't they just like kidnap her themselves? Well, Brian promises his brother he will kill Shane and he'll make it slow. I like as soon as he says that Shane's there instantly. <laughs> I wrote that. I wrote what the fuck? He's right. Stood, he stood next to him. <laughs> yeah. As he gets off the fucking uh, walkie-talkie, that, Shane's that, there. That's, that's like the classic. Uh, if I ever see him again, I'll kill him and turn around and he's stood there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just instant punches him in the face straight away. He's like, oh, there you are. That saved me a bit of time. And we get another fight. Yep, Big Patrick versus Big Gary. And they head to like a multi-story car park, don't they? Well, they're having a bit of a fight. You've got um, Shane started to win. He started to beat, um, what's his name, Brian. And then he's outnumbered because all the other gang members turn up in their balaclavas and motorbikes. So they all turn up. And uh, he makes a little bit of a run for it. He goes to an underground parking garage and <laughs> only to find that Brian somehow is already down there and in a car and waiting for him so he can run him over. <laughs> when the fuck he got down there, I don't know. But uh, he is. He's already down there. And then we have like an extended scene in the car park. Yeah, that involves extended, just, just, he's just sort of like driving around a bit, crashing into other cars a bit, dodging somebody... And making another crash happen a bit. Yeah, it's not great. This is it. It's just it seems very long, doesn't it? It just keeps yeah. on going. At one point, I don't, at one point, did did Brian say, "Even Fergie won't want you"? I think so. Yeah. What was that? What, what's he talking about? Alex Ferguson, <laughs> ex manager, manager. I thought that. I thought that, but then at the same time, I thought that cannot possibly be what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so the only other thing I could think about was Sarah Ferguson, who was married to Prince Andrew. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it was a it was a British re- reference. I mean, she'll take anyone, won't she? She's married to that fucking guy. Oh, yeah. And then, as of course, he was predicting the bright future of the Black Eyed Peas. But who knows? <laughs> Who honestly knows what he was talking about? But I'm sure he just said, when I'm finished with you, even Fergie won't want you. And we don't know what he's talking about, but it's a line in the film. If you, anyone out there knows what the fuck he's talking about. In fact, Patrick, if you're out there, give us a shout. What are you talking about? Did you like the, the one set piece where the cars are driving towards him, he's in the middle, and he jumps up and grabs the fucking pipe, <laughs> and then they just crash into each other? Yeah, who'd have thought that he could just get out of the way? Oh god. <laughs> yeah, and then like they crash into each other again. It's like, yeah, I'll try that again. Reverses. He falls he drops back down and then they drive at him again and he moves again. <laughs> it's like, oh no, hang on, he did this a minute ago. Oh, he's done it again. 
It was quite good. I, I quite enjoyed the fact that he did put the henchman in the way, though, and he this time got smashed to pieces. Yeah, Brian fucking drives the car at his own henchman. Yeah. Him with the door. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, lots of crashes, lots of chases. Then they're chasing each other because then Shane jumps in the, in the car, drives off. They have a bit of a chase. Yeah, like um, Grease in it, this bit. Yeah, yeah, he just kind of like nudges him a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. And uh, it's, I don't know. It's unnecessary, isn't it? Yeah, they're sort of driving, like playing chicken with each other towards the edge of the fl- like the they're on the top floor, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know why they were doing that. No, me neither. Because what's the point? You I mean you wouldn't want to win that, so why would you even do it? No, but Brian, he flies off the edge. Shane, he jumps <laughs> <See>? out, <laughs> which proves my points. <laughs> Shane jumps what? out, nick of time, hangs on to. Is it like a like a fire? He's on, he's on a rope, isn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's just hanging on some rope. And Brian just fucking explodes as soon as he hits the floor. <laughs> yeah, all all too soon for me. That not really the best death for like the main bad guy. He just looks like a fucking well, idiot. No, I say he wasn't the main bad guy, was he? Though for fifty four fucking minutes. So he blows up. Shane ends up climbing back up in slow mo to like triumphant music. Mm-hmm. It would be joyful and triumphant, wouldn't it? <laughs> and then can we get a news report? <laughs> oh yes. Live. And it's Harry Johansson sitting on the stoop. <laughs> a little girl from the house sees a present wrapped in newspaper under the tree. She opens it up and it's a fucking load of money. Jesus. That's ones that he hid earlier. Oh, yes. Don't know what happened to the rest of the money from earlier that I think Patrick Kilpatrick had. It's probably exploded. Yeah. Uh, cut to Shane carrying Annalise out the riot zone. He says that her father is never going to forgive him for having her out all night. They say Merry Christmas to each other, and we fade to black. Do you know what she says? <laughs> Don't tell him. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, well, no, that's, that's not going to work, is it? I was joking. He knows I'm fucking here. He sent me. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I wouldn't tell him is when he fucked her on the roof. Yeah. The IRA looked what? on. Watched by the IRA and some local black gang. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you another thing as well. I hope that money's not traceable, otherwise that family is going to get hunted down and fucking shot dead, aren't they? Yeah, instantly. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Napier, you get Napier there with a helicopter, just like floats outside their window and just blasts them all to death. <laughs> <laughs> there they are. Still, anyway, that that is literally the end. It just fades. Credits. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. What did you think to it then, Ken? I liked it. It's a good film. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Like when I yeah. saw it, it was Sugar Ray Leonard, fucking Gary Daniels, and Patrick Kilpatrick. I was like, oh god. But <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I liked it. I watched this not long ago. I've got this on DVD. Obviously, if they if PM Entertainment, if they do all that stuff and actually get all their catalog out on Blu-ray. There's some absolutely cracking choices. But yeah, yeah, this this one. It's Christmas, isn't it? Very Christmas. Very much Christmas. It's way more festive than it has any right to be. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if that's the only uh, martial arts workout to a Christmas carol ever on film. Oh, I think it might be. If you know any others, please do let us know because I'm, I'm making that claim right now. So for the second year running, Ken's picked a Christmas action film. Yep. This time Gary Daniels. Uh, which one did you prefer out of the two that you've chosen? Oh, oh, I don't. Oh well, I'm, I'm, I mean, no disrespect to anyone in this one, but it's the other one, <laughs> Invasion USA. <laughs> I 
I think Invasion USA just ticks boxes better than this one. Yeah. This does it. This does it, obviously. It, it's, it's ticking boxes, but uh, Invasion USA, is, there's no mullets in this. I know, that's, the, that's the, the big letdown, isn't it? It is. It always is, isn't it? I mean, you need a festive mullet. Yeah, you do indeed. That's, that's what people are looking for at this time of year. But saying that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's got everything. I just think it could do with the villains being more villainous. Yeah. Not just swearing, but actually doing stuff that's villainous. Uh, more Patrick Kilpatrick for your for your buck. Definitely. Charles Napier was pretty much only in two scenes, and one of them was fucking nonsense and pointless. Yeah. Didn't care for the female lead, and that's about it, really. I'm not sure what else to say. Other than that, it ticked. It ticked boxes, didn't it? Old pal dies. Didn't really go into the revenge of that. We had an emotional second from uh, Gary. Yeah, same with the female friend as well wasn't it it was like sad for a second and then now it's fine yeah (laughs) i don't even remember her fucking name is what she said well to be honest he did say do you know this bitch he said no so shot her and uh, to be honest none of us knew her so there we go yeah i'm just looking it up yeah i can't even see it was ever mentioned in the film (laughs) what her name she she may well be in the credits but i don't think it was ever mentioned what her name was in the film i think her name's amy amy and annalisa you yeah. might be right, actually. Just press play on the uh, on the end. Amy, you're right. Played yeah. by Anastasia Sacalaris. Very well nice. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff from you there, Anastasia. Yeah, you've done really well there. Um, <laughs> did we do? Did we do really well picking this film? You should need to let us know. Nice email address: badmoviecallatgmail.com. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Okay then, so film pitch time. Christmas film pitch, Christmas theme film pitch. What the fuck are we doing, Ken? Well, I'm going to surprise you with this one. Okay, you're probably not ready for it, but I'm going to go for Christmas for our two, three. Oh, it comes full circle. This is it. This is the climax to a trilogy we never needed, nobody asked for, but my God. God, it's a roller coaster ride of the same thing for the last two years. My God, it's everything no one wants for Christmas. Exactly, and uh, and that's why we're here. We're here to deliver the goods. We are like big fat Santas, empty yeah. sacks all over you, and uh, this is especially treat-filled fuckery. <laughs> yeah, we're like David Gordon Green and Danny McBride delivering a trilogy ending to really, really make everyone hate us. Yes, and uh, I'm going to just copy it directly from Halloween Ends, word for word, not even changing it to be relevant to what we've done previously. So legacy characters, we need to bring some of them back in. (laughs) Of course we do. Yeah, Uh, me and you, we're still in. We're fine and dandy, as always. Reporting for duty. Carl Weathers. Yep. Captain of Carl course. Weathers. The, the chief, he's back. Dick Suicide and Dick Plop. Yes, yes. It was um it was their debut, I believe, in the uh, in the previous one, wasn't it? I think they it have was. appeared. They have appeared in uh, in other ones since. Yeah, having sex with each other and God knows what else you've had him. That's right. Yes, of course, uh, Dick Dick Suicide. Um just as a quick recap. He uh, he shoots himself in the penis only to resurrect and not be dead after all. Was, I'm still not 100% of why the fuck he does that in the first place, but, you know, it was Dom's idea. We went with it. 
And of course, Dick Plop, uh, played by Matt Damon, who's part moth. For <laughs> yep. a, again, for reasons that we're not entirely sure of, but it's just where the the conversation took us. Yeah, the two ultimate detectives to take over yes. the throne of Fine and Dandy one day. Yes, as uh, they're also as... older than us. <laughs> <laughs> Fine and Dandy were were on suspension for failing to stop Chris Mosfalatu the first time round, and now the second time around. <laughs> Still, yep. the captain, the captain's sticking with us. He's got utmost faith in us, uh, and if not. We will be raped, so it's the it's still the same stakes for us. And um, nice, nice use of stakes. Thank you very much, uh, Dom. I think you wanted. Did you not want the Christmas Ferratu? Did you not want the three to be the like the letter E? Absolutely, you did. So it's kind of like the the Megan one. Yeah. Yes. The the the, the, the Mithrigan. The Mithrigan. Yes. Yeah. So you kind of wanted that to happen. Uh, not sure how anyone's going to pronounce. The film, if that is what we do, Christmas three ratu. <laughs> of course, it's that easy. It is that easy, isn't it? Stupid fucking me, there. Yeah, it is that easy, and that's exactly what we're going for. And if you know we're ever short of money, we need to earn a quick book. It's Christmas four R two, isn't it? Next one. Oh, even oh, even better. But I don't think we will because we're going to call this one the final chapter. Because obviously, once you call it that, there's no coming back and making subsequent sequels, is there? That's the rules yeah. of the franchise. You call it the yeah. final something, you can never make another one. The final solution. So, would you? <laughs> Was that not Hitler's plan? Ah. So, <laughs> in fairness, he never did make a comeback. So, you know, I suppose you could be right. Perhaps not call it that, though. Do you reckon we should go tropical with this one? <laughs> I don't know. We were in Haddonfield for two years. We're not. We're no longer in Haddonfield. I think he leaves. I think he's had enough. Okay. So where are we now? We're going to Jack Frost Two territory. We're on a desert we, island. We could do. We could do the old uh, tropical climates. Go to Maui, Hawaii. I'll tell you what, you give us. It, we go out there to to film. That would give us a bit of a break as well, wouldn't it? Like a holiday. Yeah, the last two ones all in the snow in Addenfield. All paid for by the bloody studios. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So we follow Chris Mosferatu on his route down towards the equator. Warmer climates. You know, being a vampire, you want a, you want a warmer climate, don't you? Well, yeah, he's cold-blooded, isn't he? He's cold-blooded. Yeah. So he's he's, he's looking to warm himself up. But he's still, going, he's still sticking at the Christmas uh, period, though, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Don't make it, yeah. Don't make any sense if we don't. It's uh, me, you, Carl Weathers, plop and suicide, all in a camper yeah. van. What we drive in there? Driving home Road. for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that Carl Weathers singing that. He is. He's he's driving, sat in a hat on. Nice, um, I like just, it. Just his pants because it's hot down there, isn't it? So where where are we driving to? Where's hot at Christmas? Hawaii. Australia. Australia's hot at Christmas. We can't drive to Australia, though. Like, at least Hawaii's, Hawaii's still in America. <laughs> we can fucking try, Dom. <laughs> you tell me what we can and can't do. <laughs> we can't drive to Hawaii. It's a fucking island, you idiot. Yeah, you can get there easier on by right, car, though. <laughs> and you yeah, can Australia. Flights, yeah. 
You can get fucking the old, what's it called over there? The old bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could be the, the helper this year because we've had Clint, we've had Warwick. What, Dick Van Dyke? Yeah. Okay. Um, Welcome back to the podcast. One thing, one th- <laughs> one thing we are doing. Um, obviously, we need we need the. Well, go on. Let's do the plot first. I'll bring in. I'll bring in characters. Okay. What are we doing? So we go into Hawaii. Yeah. Yep. That's right. where he's making his way down. I think he's trying to get away from. Maybe he should have gone the other way towards Canada. To be honest, where it's like nighttime all the time. It's not nighttime all the time in Canada. That's the fucking North Pole. Yeah, he should have been heading north, is what I'm saying. He should have been headed up through Canada rather than down. <laughs> I thought you wanted to go tropical. I did, but it would make more sense to do it the other way, but fuck it, he's going the other way. Fuck it, yeah. He's he's not known for his decision-making, is he? No, he's had Clint Howard and fucking Warwick Davis as his, like, as his helpers, advisors. So. Yeah, they're in charge of the logistics. And now Dick Van Dyke's involved. He's 90-something. He's fucking insane. <laughs> So yeah, he's going to Hawaii to live out his the, his last years. <laughs> Who Dick Van Dyke? Yeah, taking bloody Christmas Ferratu with him. He was the night patrolman at the kids' uh, prison from the second film, and that's who for Nosferatu panicked. He was the only human to sort of put him in his trance and help him escape. Like it, like it. Yeah, Queen Latifah as well. I think Queen Latifah was the um, replacement. Chief, wasn't she? Yeah, it turned out to be a vampire, and then you blew her up, wasn't it? Yeah, but she can come back. After we've blown her up? Yeah, why not? It's the trilogy, okay. isn't it? It's, the, it's like part three. So, yeah, she's she's back. She's no longer um, even remotely interested in the police force. She's not infiltrated the police anymore. She's just... Um, After Ross. Yeah, Christmas Ferratu's uh, right-hand lady. Yeah, and Dick Van Dyke's his right-hand man. Yeah, cool blimey governor, man. So what are we doing in Hawaii, then? What, how do we know he's there? Do we follow the... Uh... We follow Dick. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. All the way to Hawaii. Yeah, I guess so, but then why haven't we apprehended him? How, how far after this? Because it's usually a year later, isn't it, is when he starts again. It is a year later, yeah. We've not been following a 90-year-old man for 12 months, surely to God. <laughs> He's nimble, though, isn't he? That's true. Maybe it's a case of um, connecting missing children reports. You know, he's been kidnapping children to feed Nosferatu. What, through, through through the year? Yeah, leading all the way down towards Hawaii. Feeding him up for Christmas. And then uh, I think it's uh, Carl Weathers that eventually cracks it and gets all that together, and he has to come and assemble us all back together. We've all gone and got different jobs. You think? You think he tracks us down one at a time, so he's getting the getting the band back together, and we all join yeah. him, like in the Blues Brothers. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. I think. Uh, and we got the the same music as he's driving on. Bam, 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 bam. Me and you were uh, with the local new era and rock and roll band at the discotheque. Of course we are. Called uh, Fine and Dandy Sing the Hits. <laughs> <laughs> the Fine and Dandy uh, Trio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's just us two. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? How about that for the the band name? Dick Suicide, he's, he's on the door at the club. So yep. Carl Wes doesn't have to go far to find us all. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're all together, it's fucking easy, isn't it? 
he ain't gonna waste any of this time like trying to find us. Yeah. So plop plops on the door. No, no, suicides on the oh, door. Su- suicides on the door. Where's plop then? Just in the rafters. Just being a moth. Just just up up in the air. It's the first twenty minutes of the film is trying to find plop. Isn't it always? What are we doing? Just shining a light up at the sky. Just leaving a window open with a light on in the in the bedroom. Well, it's not for fucking 20 minutes. Yeah, he just keeps looking in. No, not tonight. <laughs> Flying up. <laughs> and then eventually he turns up and we're all forces go. We're back to full strength, full power. Right, off, off to find Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, he said, Carl Weathers fills us all in. <laughs> <laughs> so well, to speak. He is the chief. <laughs> Telling us that, you know, all these missing... Kids, this suspect shows us a picture. Dick Van Dyke as the one-man band in Mary Poppins. <laughs> Keeping a low profile, as always. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we head down to Hawaii. Right, do we Do we shout road trip? Yeah, of course. Yeah, do we Do we scream for the entire duration of the, the journey? I think we're all sort of um, nodding our heads in sync to the music that's playing. What are we playing? What's our what's our soundtrack? Uh how about we're on the road to nowhere by talking heads? Nice, good choice. Little nod to the uh, little monsters uh, soundtrack, but also uh, pretty much what we're doing. Yeah, and we all we all lip sync that first bit of the song as well before we start before yeah, Carl, Carl Weathers turns Carl the Weathers ignition. Starts it. Yeah. Carl Weathers starts it. Well we know where we're going. And then we all join in the back. How about that? How about that for a, a fucking start up of the of the trip? Nice. I like that very much. And then and then we can do the credits over the top with uh, Chris Moss three R two. Yeah. Boom. The final like solution. Sort of z- <laughs> I don't think we'll get away with it, Dom. Honestly, I don't think we will. It's usually me oh. that's suggesting it. So if it's me that's putting a stop to it. Yeah, yeah the, Christmas the final th- countdown. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a count, isn't he? Nos, uh, Nosferatu. Oh, fucking hell. He fucking is as well, isn't he? How about that? The final countdown. Yeah. Very good. Comma, like it very comma much. Comma after count. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> very good. And we're all singing that in the car instead. Well, that's that's what we're singing by the time we arrive. Obviously, we can't still be singing Talking Heads, but from the journey to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking three weeks or however long it takes to drive, <laughs> drive there. <laughs> we're singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat like every other fucking film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think like on the way, maybe the Christmas for R2 and Dick Van Dyke. We need a name for him. Can we call him Dick Van Dyke? I, I think suppose last, we could. Last time he was in it, I think we called him uh, Mike Mike Van Dick. Dyke Mike Dick. Dyke Mike Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Can he be the same character, or do we need to come up with something equally as uh, imaginative <laughs> and witty I think, name? I think I think that can be him. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Dyke Mike Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm writing it down. I don't know why. Dyke Mike Dick. Dyke Mike Dick. <laughs> He's welcome back, Dyke. 
<laughs> just sounds like you're being horrible. <laughs> so he's he's back. When we get there, when we get down there, what what's he doing? What's he doing? He, like, where are all the kids in Hawaii? What are they up to? Well, I think there should be a trap where we think we think we've got them when we're on the road, but there's actually they've set up a trap to right. try and kill us off. Yeah, it could be like a an old like biker bar where they've turned all the people inside into vampires, all like vampire bikers waiting for us. Okay, so uh, who's who's what they? Is, is um, Christmas Ferrati? Is he awake? Is he at it? Up and at him. He he is awake, but he can only stay awake for so long. Like maybe Dyke Mike Dick just takes the blood from him. Just so he can turn people. Right. Like he's okay. not actually awake. He's just coming up with plans to try and stop us so that they don't stop him before he gets uh, Christmas for our two wakes up. Okay. During this, do you know who's, who else is back? Who? Warwick Davis. Really? I don't know if he ever got a character name. Uh, he did. I think he was called Dick E. Elf. Great. And he's back. After uh, being thrown in a fire. Yeah, he's back. He's horrifically burned, but he's back in action. Nice. Tell you who else, yeah, tell you yeah. else is back. Who? Clint Howard. Darker Hugh. Darker Hugh. He's back. Did we throw time. him in a fire as well, or did he just blow up? I think no, he you... exploded him. Yeah, you shot him with a bazooka, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. He's back. Or it's his brother, Darkest Hugh. He's dark, yeah. He's even darker. He's wearing even darker clothing. My God. Exactly. So is this Ron Howard? Oh, I, don't, I don't know if we could do that to Clint. <laughs> for the final <laughs> if we could one up one up Clint with Ron not again yeah it's like super shredder isn't it that yeah we can't do that no he's um, just Clint again yeah Clint Howard again okay fair enough do you want uh, Warwick Davis to to play his character's brother Dickie Elf do you want him to be a different character yes I think so what can he be called then Pretty Titty Elf. Elf Titty Elf is that what you said Titty Elf <laughs> yeah. He's got tits. Warwick Davis with tits. <laughs> is, that, is that what you want for Christmas? <laughs> is that seriously? Is that, where, is that on your list? Warwick Davis with tits. <laughs> you got anything in the world at your disposal, and that's that's what you've asked for. I'm very worried about my son. He's asked for Warwick Davis with tits. <laughs> it's a franchise, though, isn't it? There, surely. I suppose so. What could it be called? Um, I'm how happy about with Titty Elf? He could be called that. How about shockingly regular? And how the fuck is he related to Dicky Elf? <laughs> Where's his brother? <laughs> okay. He's in. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Yeah, so I think like when we get to that bar, we do we do see shockingly regular, and we we assume that is Dickie Elf. Of course we and do. And we also see we see Clint Howard, and we assume that's darker Hugh, but he says absolutely not. Notice the colouring of my <laughs> lapel. You may be wondering if I'm darker Hugh. Yeah, he explains it to us. We're all just standing there for ages well, listening well, no. to. Pay attention. Notice the fight, and then as he says that, Carl Weathers just says, "Listen to me, shockingly regular. <laughs> Tell us where your master is." How do we know their names enough to that... just just announce it like that? Because um, dark is supposed uh, to be like it? a surprising reveal that they're there because we think they are the others. 
Yeah, well, dark, uh, darkest you says no, no. This is <laughs> his brother. Them. Okay. Yeah, and then he says, and as for me, you may think I'm darker, Hugh, but notice the. And then when he says that, we just ignore him and carry on. And, that, and that's when uh, the chief takes over. Yeah, and then we get our first little fight there in the in the bar with the biker vampires. <laughs> <laughs> oh right! I thought we were just going to fight Warwick Davis and Clint Howard. I was thinking we can fucking take them. <laughs> five of five us five against of, them two. Five of us. One of us is a former heavyweight champion of the world. One's a moth. <laughs> One's a fucking part moth. The other one, one shoots himself. his own dick. There's <laughs> 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 me and you. We don't even have to join in. Yeah, I know we're on the dance mat. Yeah, <laughs> kicking up a storm. Well, yeah, I think I like that. A bit of pull, you know, pull, use the pull cues, snap them in half, use them as, uh, what they're called, stakes. Smaller pull cues. <laughs> yeah, that's for, that's for Warwick and... <laughs> I, think, I think that's what they use. Yeah, we just hand them over. There you go, guys. Uh, we end up uh, escaping out of there with our lives intact, just about, and then back on the road and we end up in Hawaii. That's where we find out they're going because, um, what's his name? Darkest Hugh tells us before we kill him. No, oh, what, we kill him. We kill them both. No, we kill one of them, maybe. Just darkest you. Yeah, or would you like to keep darkest you? And maybe the other, one of the vampires tells us. I think I think we keep both shockingly regular and darkest you. <laughs> we take them with okay. us. And so how, how do us we... where, to, where we go in. They're, they're oh, keep them alive? Us. Yeah. Surely they'd rather die killing than, them than help us. them with us. What the fuck? We're not taking them with us if they're <laughs> dead. What would be the point of that? <laughs> I thought you meant they escaped and we'd have to find another way of... Get in there, like knowing no, where they're going. No, no, no. I'm trying to, I'm trying to expedite the whole thing because you know that'd be another fucking hour where we start <laughs> again. So we take them with us, and uh, they tell us. Otherwise, we'll um, like pinch them and stuff. Yeah. horrible stuff. What's happened is because it's Christmas time. What goes on in Hawaii at Christmas time? Again, any know. ideas? Um, they celebrate Christmas. They do indeed. Ken, you're right. Christmas in Hawaii. I've just googled it. Yeah, it's a, it's a right. big festival, and that's that's where he's going to strike. Yeah, because Christmas the local party. the local kids' home are doing a a float. What look like a drink? Yeah, Coke float. <laughs> no, for for the parade. Uh, oh, do they do parades? When you say it's a festival, do they do a parade? Yeah, we can have a parade. It's our fucking film. Let's have a parade, and they have a big parade, and uh, the the kids the local kids home are doing a big old fucking float and that's where he's going to strike yeah on the float yeah because he's um he's dressed as santa on the float and all the kids are running up to sit on his knee and he's killing them one by one yeah he kills off the the santa yeah he's already dead he was taken care of by dyke mike dick not by chris mosferatu himself no 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 he's only after the kids isn't he yeah, quite a low body count for Christmas Ferratu. Yeah, but he's the main, he's the head honcho. He only yeah, gets the true. young, innocent, untainted blood. He didn't want the blood of some fucking old Santa bastard, does he? That's true. That's very true. Is is the ending, um, like in the big high street, he's on the float, and we're sort of going between the floats trying to find the one we're looking for sort of thing? Yeah, because Santa's on all of them. That's the whole parade. The whole parade is a, it's a big old Santa parade. Yeah, with all the kids and stuff. And does he have all yeah. of his ones that he's turned from the previous films? They, they're they there and they're sort of... Yeah, they're on the float. He's took them with him somehow. Or he's summoned them. 
How about that? Is some of them and they've all turned up for the parade. Yeah, so they're all swarming around the parade, attacking random people in the streets, and we're sort of battling through them. We end up killing the the helpers. Yeah, we're killing kids willy nilly. We're we're just murdering children for Christmas. What's plopping suicide up to? I think they're going to be killing Warwick Davis and uh, Clinton Howard. Yeah. Okay, so they, they have a, a standoff with shockingly regular and darkest Hugh. They they pair off against Dick Plop, Dick Suicide, and uh, they do kill them both, but then they hear a noise, turn round, and it's Queen Latifah. Yeah. Back from the, the part two of the trilogy. And she's mm-hmm. there, and she says... Um, what can, what can she say? What's what's a good opening line for her? Oh, hello there. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> do you remember me <laughs> from the last film? Deck my that? halls, Bob. No, no, she can't say that. She has to say. Um, she says it smells like plop in here. <laughs> no, she she just she just says. Uh, can she not say it smells like plop in here? <laughs> <laughs> she can't. I was thinking actually in the <laughs> it's not fucking <laughs> I don't know why she would, but she could, obviously. I mean she could say anything. Why she'd choose that, I don't know. <laughs> What a fucking unveil. And <laughs> <laughs> they turn around. <laughs> Queen Latifah fucking standing there, <laughs> sniffing plop. <laughs> uh, oh. I think in the last one, in the last one, did was she not elbow deep in her own shit? She was, yeah. Wasn't she? Yeah, she was uh, rummaging through her own shit. Yeah. So I suppose it's got a connection. It's not a particularly nice one. It's not one she's going to be fond of, but... <laughs> hey, she signed the contract. So what, that's her opening line. That's her big reveal. <laughs> it smells like plop in here. <laughs> <laughs> smells like plop, yeah. Yeah, and then suicide shoots himself immediately. <laughs> yeah, I I smell plop. I think is what she says. <laughs> I think she'll be happy with that script. <laughs> Welcome back, Your Majesty. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she can. I smell plop. That's what she says. <laughs> That's what she says. And they turn round, and there she is in full glory. Not naked, obviously. That's not what I mean. Although we could ask. No, her. I didn't think you meant that. <laughs> we could. Oh, all oh, right. Okay, it's just me then. Um, Always nice to see plop. She says. <laughs> I can't just focus on plop, John. <laughs> I know, I, 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 I know that you often do, but I'd like to How explore suicide. I'd like to you. explore suicide. Yes, please. You love plop, but I'm. I've got a penchant for suicide. <laughs> Does he not just shoot himself in the dick instantly when he sees her? Yes, but then he just comes back to life immediately, and it's a waste of time, isn't it? Such such is his power. Yes, I think he he comes back an hour later. 
Oh, right. After okay. every time he does that. So he kills himself for an hour. That's fucking selfish, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, Matt Damon has to fly off, or tries to anyway. I think he still can, can't he? I don't know. Uh... But maybe she she can turn into a bat, can't she? Isn't she a vampire? Yeah, but they're not. We're not. We're not being silly about it. She's not turning into a fucking bat. That'd be good. A bat versus a moth. A little fight in the air. Oh, really? Go on then. Go on then. Let's do it. Let's let's have a bat versus moth. She's obsessed with plop. So that's where this fight <laughs> comes from. Yeah. Yeah. She wants a bit of plop. He's not having it. He yeah, flies plop's off. trying to take flight. Yeah. He flies off. She transforms. She follows him. Suicide's just dead. He's, he's on the floor with no dick. And um, <laughs> what are we doing? We're beating me and you double teaming Dyke Mike a dick. Oh, right. About bloody time. So, what are we doing? Just like there's one of us holding him and the other one's just punching him relentlessly in the stomach. I think, I think from either end we're flamethrowering him. What do you mean from either end? <laughs> What? Either side, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking spit roasting Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> With a flamethrower. <laughs> With a flamethrower each. <laughs> Much loved pensioner Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Jerry, I've got, got a new script. I've got a script. I think you'll really enjoy it. I think either side is probably a better way of. Selling yeah, it to okay him. Okay then. Right then. Okay, so we'll do that. Yeah, he's fucking. He's ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> he's ninety-eight. His birthday was in the, on the thirteenth of December. So oh. happy birthday. Happy Dirk. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy Dirk. <Dirk's laughs> happy birthday, Dick. Happy birthday to Dick. So there you go. So he's he's ninety-eight years old, and we're flamethrowering him. Yeah, from either end. Fair enough. Yeah, from one each end. So we're doing that. He's on fire. What's Carl Weathers up to? He's climbing up the float, fighting off vampire children, and the, ho- him the and... hordes of kids. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then we're we've, we're at his back, flame throwing him off the, the float as well. Yeah. Uh, Christmas for R two and Carl Weathers we, have a are fight. Are we on his back? Are we on? Not his literally. Back? Can we not be? What like Can Yoda? Some, like little pouches? Yeah. I suppose we could be. I think it'd look fucking brilliant, wouldn't it? Carl Weathers, fists flying whilst me and you are strapped to his back, flame throwing out diagonally each side. How yeah. fucking cool would that look? Meanwhile, the moth wins against the bat. How? What's happened there? Uh, just quick flying tricks, tricks and skills. Flies up through the uh, through the air, through the power lines. The moth can get through because it's smaller. The bat can't. Ends up electrocuting itself. Fucking hell. Not sure that's how it works, but fucking hell, we'll we'll take it. Oh well, Queen Queen Latifah gone again, dead again. And I think uh, Christmas for our two beats Carl Weathers, knocks us, me and you, out of where where we are. We fall down to the bottom of the float. Carl Weathers is knocked to the to the ground. He's about to get killed by Christmas for our two when uh, something makes him stumble. Someone someone's shot him, knock him off balance, give Carl Weathers a second to catch his breath. Fucking suicide's woken up, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, his, his dick's regenerated. <laughs> yeah, that's what hit him in the head. Well, he's looked dick. round and you see... And uh, the moss flew uh, Dick Suicide in and Dick Suicide shot him. Oh, right. So this is this is it then. So what's Carl Weathers got that can kill 
Nos Christmas Ferrati. He's got a, a wooden stake that he was trying to use earlier that he got knocked out of his hand. He's grabbed it whilst on the floor and Christmas Ferratu's sinking. It's like a moth carrying Ben Affleck. And as he's thought that, um, Carl Weathers stabbed the stake through Christmas Ferratu. What's his reaction to that? He can't be happy. He isn't happy. He starts going, all that sort Does of he? stuff. Does he do that and sort of like sort of elevate? And then Carl Weathers, the old one-two on the stake to knock it in further. And then a final yeah. uppercut to Christmas Ferratu goes flying off the um, off the float and then midair just explodes in a ball of flame. Fucking hell, that's a great ending, isn't it? And then all the kids turn back into normal kids. Yeah. The ones that we didn't fucking flamethrower, of course. <laughs> yeah, the ones that we haven't massacred. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about shockingly regular and darkest hue? Do they return or are they gone? Are they just They're, purely evil? Uh, they explode. They're all right. They've exploded. They engulf in flames as well. What about Dyke Mike Dick? He was already in flames because we inflamed him. Yeah, so he just continues. He just continues to be on fire. <laughs> he is doing the old bamboo dance, but he's still <laughs> on fire. He is. Of course he is. Maybe Warwick and Clint can join him <laughs> for the final dance and then they die. Maybe they can join him up, up on the chimney tops for that one last dance in the in the moonlight. Yeah. Which is the uh, I think it's Step in Time, I think, I believe it is, which is the same fucking song as uh, same song. the old bamboo. It's just on a chimney top. And then um, well, Carl Weathers, Suicide and Plop are all saying, you know, congratulations, job well done. Still going on. People are in the crowd. They come back to the main bit. They're cheering for us and stuff like that. And they're walking to get off the float. When all of a sudden you just see Huey Dandy's hand just on the keyboard. And we get the opening bars of the final countdown. Look up to see you in a cape, silver cape, playing the song. I like in that. I'm, I start singing and they all join in. They get back on the float with us and we do a big rendition of Final Countdown and all the crowd cheering along. And that's the end. That's fucking brilliant. Can um, can Europe actually be part of this as well? Could they be on the float behind us playing all the guitar? But they were actually the original people on the float as Santa, as the, the helpers handing out the presents. So we invite them back on. They take over, and then we're just, you know, cheering along. Carl Weathers puts his arms around us all, all, all four of us, four either side. His, his <laughs> arms, you can see his arms at the end, right, just cheering us up. And then the crowd cheer us all on. We're at the head of the float waving. Europe play us out. End of the film. That's fucking amazing. What an ending to a trilogy. <laughs> you just start playing the, the, the riff on the keyboard, and then the original Europe actually just take over. Exactly. <laughs> just, it's Invite exactly, them back on. Ex- yeah, it's exactly what they want. Yeah. It's what the people want. It's what we want. It's what Europe wants. And it's what the fucking children want. Yeah, all the kids back together receiving presents. Dyke, Mike, Dick. Yeah. Uh, Darkest Hue and... Shockingly regular. <laughs> They're dancing on fire at the top there. And uh, yeah, big, big pan out shot. We're waving to the crowd and that's the end. Brilliant. Can we have Carl the Weathers end? shouts, find and dandy. I don't, I don't think he should. I think he, if he's going to shout anything, he should shout Carl Weathers. Or Merry Christmas. No, I think Carl Weathers is a better message. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's true. <laughs> I think, how could we end it any other way? Yeah, and he just shouts his own name. Carl Weathers! Away! <laughs>
Yeah. And then we all just take off in some sort of like rocket and we're gone. Until next time. And it comes up on the screen, the end. And then maybe there's a scream. We don't we don't see anything, but the the end starts to see blood downwards. And that's it. Mm, nice. So we're hinting that obviously we're gonna do a fourth one, but I don't think we actually ever will. Just leaves it open. Yeah, I just can't be bothered to do a fourth one. Well, then Nos 4R2 is fuck it. It's a tempting one now that you've thrown Nos 4R2 in. <laughs> anyway, Maybe we'll come back that, to it one day. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the end of our Christmas pitch trilogy. Um, remember, everybody, that we did start the Nicolas Cage as Dracula. Don't know how they got hold of it. Don't know how they actually went ahead and made a fucking film. There's obviously a mole, a mole in the BMC camp. Well, it's not me, uh, so that's only you that's left. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's a, it's difficult, isn't it, when there's only two people in the camp to try and Someone find out who definitely didn't do is. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I know it wasn't me. So. <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. All that's left to say is thank you for listening. In the meantime, continue having those festive thoughts and uh, try not to riot. Okay? Just try not to. If you're in a situation where you think, should we riot? Maybe just think, no. And that's uh, that's the message I want to give out this Christmas. Beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> it's not quite as good as Harry Johansson, but... Uh, you know, he was a fucking lyrical genius. Maybe I'll insert that as, as the final word on this. He, he wraps it up better <laughs> than we ever could. So we'll leave you with the words of news reporter from Channel 9, Harry Johansson, and we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Every minute is bringing us a new story of courage and determination in the face of this violence. Finally, the good citizens of this community are getting the upper hand on the looting and the streets are quieting down again. People are crowding into the churches. They're asking, why? How could something like this happen? The answer that they're getting is that the lessons of that first Christmas are as relevant now as they ever were before. That the sword must give way to the plowshare. The child must lead the man. That each one of us is, in fact, our brother's keeper. And that violence like this must never, never occur again. As dawn breaks over this healing city, the words from that manger 2,000 years ago still echo in our ear. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Merry Christmas, everyone. Warwick Davis with tits.